Hello everyone, welcome back to Geth Express, episode number 38. I am a guy named Swari, joined as always by my co-host, Bird Facts. It's me. Guys, I don't know what Bird Fact to say right now. He didn't um, prepare. I did not prepare that. I just remembered that that's the thing that I do when I start the episode sometimes when I remember and I remembered this time. <laughs> but um, you didn't remember enough to... No, I, I don't know, like... Because I have to think about it, right? I need to I need to get a running list of what facts I have told on the podcast because I think I've already said one twice, and that's just not acceptable. You've so, done like four bird facts. How can you double up? I don't because I didn't remember which ones I said. <laughs> you need to get like a spreadsheet. Yeah, I need to I need to really really invest in this bit. Um, anyways, this is bird. I know I haven't said this one. Uh, there's this bird called the Rhineck. It's a an old world woodpecker. And uh, they're known, they get their name because they can twist their head in a real weird way. If you look up Rhineck on the, the Googles, you'll see a, a funny little image of them that I'm going to post in the broadcasting chat just so you guys can see. Because I think he's a, he's a funny little guy. Yeah, and this is the, the first shout out. Join the, uh, I almost said join the Patreon. You can do that too, but join the Discord. You don't have to be a patron to join the Discord. And uh, be able to see these bird pictures live. Oh my I god! I wish I could break my neck like that. That neck is just straight back. He is staring right aware. behind him. <laughs> Ain't nothing getting ba- past him, bro. You know what else isn't getting past any of us? Scurious. I I don't know how that relates. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, do we want to talk about today. Scurious first, or do we want to talk about like the entirety of the roadmap? Uh, well, I think, you know, we'll, we, we talk about our week included in this week is okay, curious. All right. I'll allow this. And then we, we can talk about, uh, the, the, the topic for this week, guys, chaotic beginning I, of the episode. Uh, we, we're going to be talking about the, the, I almost said summer summit. No winter summit. I think it's just easier to say summer summit because they're yeah. S's. And so it yeah. just, you just, it say just it. blows. Yeah, no, the winter summit. Uh, the summer summit, of, except it happens in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my conspiracy theory is that we're not getting a summer summit. I think it's just going to be uh, replaced with the uh, RuneFest, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Um, it's just a little, it's significantly later than the summer summit usually happens. So it's but they true. Do, they do have uh, a lot of content lined up for summer, but they have nothing for fall. So. Hmm. Yeah. Uh how how's your week, Bird? It's been alright, you know. Yeah. Chilling. I um anything cool in game, out of game? In game, um mostly just been like AFK and chilling. Uh been been back on my shit blowing glass. Uh, I'm getting mm-hmm. crafting slowly but surely to ninety nine. Um it's pretty it's pretty cool, pretty epic. Um I decided to go back to Gauntlet because I have an addiction. Um, Are you just going for a sail door? Yeah. It's just okay. Because, like, I, I, it would just yeah. be nice to have a sail door. Um, and I also just enjoy the activity. So I just send it every once in a while. Uh, infinite money is also nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. With the Fang nerf, too, um, it is kind of worth it for a sail door because, like, if you want to do Tob. You know, you can't really use the fang anymore. 
It's yeah, not, and I still, not that you have a thing, but yeah, I don't have one of those. Uh, but I still don't even have a tent whip. Um, I haven't done the Kraken task in eons, and I'm like, I think three. I don't know. I I want to say three times dry, or at least close to it for a tent whip. But I think I have two. Um, I don't think I have. I know I have two. Um, tridents from the boss. I've never killed the little ones. Um, mm. so it's it's very weird. Um. I think I have like two jars in the pet, maybe three jars, and just no tentacle. It's just the crack and luck on this count is very strange. And that that's all you're missing then to green log it. Yes, I would literally just need the tentacle to green log it. That's fucked up. I'm a weirdo. Um I'm probably just gonna do Kraken tasks forever because I think it would be funny to have the trident that can store a bazillion charges. Even though by the time mm. I get it, I probably will have a sang or a shadow. I don't understand that item because, like, it's so not worth it for, like, any account. <laughs> yeah, it's not really you know? worth it. It's just kind of a flex, honestly. Yeah, I guess. Which is why I want it. It would just be funny to have, you know? Ooh, yeah, it would be funny. Anyways, when I went back to Gauntlet, uh, the first kill after months and months of not playing main game and then uh, a month of a month-ish of not playing the game at all, I uh, show back up to Gauntlet and instantly get the pet. Oh, hell yeah. Literal first kill back. So, um, I have now reached 400 Gauntlet KC on this, or Corrupted Gauntlet KC on this account. So, no one can complain about me being spooned about the one enhanced uh, weapon seed I have anymore. Um, you can now complain about uh, my fourth Gauntlet pet. Well, Across congrats. All accounts. Yeah, this is the first one on this account, right? Yes. It feels hell so yeah. right to have him back. Yeah. So, now all of your accounts have the the huntlift pet correct except for the league's version of birdfax tm but who gives a shit well you know next leagues it's time we'll see it depends yeah. on going to whatever if regions are restricted you know in some way by that league it depends yeah. if going there's worth it if they run trailblazer again i'm going to blow my brains out but that doesn't mean they can't area restrict it in some other like weird way. Yeah, I've been seeing that we're just going to get twisted too because of yeah. uh, Varlamore. That that's been my uh, um your theory. Yeah, it's been my game theory since like yeah. before the most recent league came out. I think I said it on the Rest in peace, Matt Pat. So true, he's dead. That's so sad. <laughs> he's not dead. Not but... he died. I mean, he's leaving YouTube. Which that, is that uh that basically video, dying. That video of him saying that he was um, you know, taking less Retiring. of a role uh, yeah. at the for for game theorists. Um that's actually AI. He's dead. Ooh, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, um yeah, I got a I got a gauntlet pet. That's that's about the only interesting thing that happened. It was it was so funny. You know. People usually like pop off or shit when they get pets. You know, I just did like my one gauntlet kill back. And I think my actual reaction was just, huh. <laughs> and then I just picked him up, put him in the bank, went back and started doing more gauntlet runs. I usually just scream no way whenever I get a pet. <laughs> that one in particular, I've gotten it so many times that I'm desensitized. Bro, I got my third golem and I screamed no way. <laughs> I think when I got my second golem, there was like a, a sigh of disappointment because that was right after the most recent bingo where we got like nothing ever. 
Oh, no pets. Yeah. Yeah. The and only just, team like, without a pet. Like literally hours after the event finished, I got a dupe golem. And I was just like, God, my you should have been doing mining. That's that's why we didn't get anything. So true. Yeah. Well, congrats on your pet. I hope you get a sail door soon. Got my dog back. Now the um the image of me on the Petscape banner is no longer a fraud. Hell yeah. Anything I else going on with you? I, I think that's it. Um I just got the I got an epic collection log, guys. I got the, the fucking rat spine. <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll get into Four that. Four KC, let's go. I'm so lucky. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, it it's been a little bit since we've recorded. Um so I've finished out thieving i think i was already done with hunter last time we recorded i think so. if not i got 99 hunter and 99 thieving so that's cool now i'm on to my last skill i am on to construction i'm literally doing mahogany tables as we speak so apologies if you guys can hear any clicking or if the mic is shaking at all uh i hope it's not this is a very expensive mic arm but it's not the best mic arm unfortunately yeah, mahogany tables. Uh, it fucking sucks. It's boring. You know, like Bird said, uh, with Sneezy, we, uh, or I, I just kind of complain about whatever skill I'm actively doing. And Jesus Christ, I hate construction. I think I've just learned I hate skilling. You know, that sucks. Skilling is 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 not good for you. <laughs> no. But yeah, this is also the official announcement. If you guys want to come to my maxing party. It'll be on the 30th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard. There's an event in the Discord, uh, so you can sign up so you don't miss it. We're going to be doing a Chambers Mass, and I'm going to be maxing by building the, the chests. And I will be racing to build the chest first so that he has to reset no. the raid, and then I do it again and again and again, and he's stuck in purgatory forever until no, he kicks please. me from the raid. I'll, I'll be maxing without bird present. And uh, we're going to do a mass free-for-all chambers. Anyone's welcome to join any skill level. Uh, you can participate, or you can just be there to scale the raid. doesn't really matter. We're just there If I don't get fun. my decks from that raid, I'm going to DM John Jagex and tell him to ban you. John Jagex is my dad. No. He, he invented Jagex. We all know your name is Spari, not Jagex. Hmm. Rearrange the letters a little bit. <laughs> you got A. <laughs> and E. Yeah. You just squish <laughs> the other ones and... <laughs> Wait, am I, am I John EA? <laughs> it's in the game? Anyways, yeah, that's what, that, that's what I've been doing in game. Uh, we did a little scurious this morning. Um... Morning. I didn't do any scurious this morning. Don't say we. Well, the singular we. Oh my bad. <laughs> uh, no, I did a little scurious this morning. Um, and then uh, out of game. Uh, nothing too crazy. Finished up one of my D and D campaigns, so that's nice. Have uh, have that time. I don't want to say time back. Uh but I don't have to worry about prepping and stuff anymore. And uh, had a had a nice little fight with uh, Vecna, the Lich. It was wow. a good time. Uh, one of the players wants to run a campaign uh, after he moves, so I get to 
be a player in that, which is fun. I'm never a player. Uh, not true. You're a player last night. Yeah, I was gonna say that wasn't uh, in D and D though. No, it's not D and D. Uh, we we played a uh, Lancer, which was pretty fun. It was both more and less complicated than I thought it would be. Um, I was talking to Fenske, the DM, about it afterwards, and it's kind of neat, like, uh, how it's just kind of expected that you just like do a million actions basically on a turn. You just chain a bunch of things together, uh, which is pretty fun. It it seems like it get, can get pretty complicated if as like your build progresses. So I'm yeah. looking forward to to seeing how that uh, similarly turns to D and D, the low levels seem like not pretty basic, as interesting yeah. as it could be. It seems more or less uh, basic at low levels than D and D is. Yeah, like there's agree. a little more complexity. Uh, we'll see how how complex it gets at high levels, though. It's fun wanna, though. It's... I just want to be able to move further. Yeah, I mean, just you know, boost. And yeah, boost more. I don't know. You can't double boost, as we learned. You cannot use the same action more than once. Yeah, yeah it's a fun. Uh, seems pretty decent. Mech tabletop though, pretty cool. The art in the book is really cool. I don't know if you you looked at any of that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I just wish our our DM uh read the book a bit more. What do you mean? There were a lot of things he didn't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I wish he had more answers to my questions. Yeah, Which, like, there was there was a know. lot of uh looking up rules, but I mean that's expected. Yeah, that's expected. But like, it's everyone's like first time with the system. I don't know. There were some things that I felt like. Yeah, Mr. it felt GM like I should have known pretty basic like oh you can't take the same action multiple times i feel like that's like uh a simple thing that you should know but i'm a weirdo the not the first time i dm'd but the first time i dm'd and actually had the uh php and the dmg i basically read every single word of those yeah i mean i i did that too before i started running but uh that's because i had a lot of time before i was able to actually be a dm because i kept trying to be a player in D D games that only ended up being like one or maybe two sessions which was very depressing i ran a few D D games uh without reading books and just like vaguely understanding the way the system worked and like this was like pre tools like 5e tools so if I didn't mm. know the way something worked, I'd just make it up. I'd just I mean, yeah. make up like entire mechanics. Really, that that's all just the, the, the soul of the system. Yeah. So I do like having the rigidity of actually knowing what the rules are. Because then if I decide they're dumb, I can still, you know, just change them. But mm -hmm. knowing knowing what the rules actually are helps you to... um have a better balanced game because most of the time when somebody makes a system, they at least try to balance it over play tests. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've, uh, I, I'm no stranger to homebrewing rules, but, uh, you know, if, if you don't understand at least the basics then you're kind of just, uh, blindly tacking things on without really understanding yeah. why or how it works. Kind of like when the, I was trying to do the downtime activity in Lancer to just like create a thing and you can just like create whatever you want 
but I was unaware like what the power level of the item I could create was. And it's like, okay, well now I need to go like look through various items in order to understand how powerful of an item I would be theoretically able to create. Yeah, I had that problem too with the uh there's like a mech upgrade for like yeah. Uh it's uh, it's called personalization. Um and it's like, okay, but what can your personalizations be? And I looked online and people were like, basically anything that could be used for a skill check, but not for combat. It would be like, nice okay. if for the creative outlets like that, if they provided at least like a couple examples. Yeah. To help some, you some better, guidance. To, to help you better like reel in your uh, creativity. Because if you just tell me I can make a thing, I can mm -hmm. think of so many things I want to make that, like, would make sense. Like, obviously, I've played enough systems to know that I can't just, like, create a nuclear bomb at level one. Yeah, like, but... I have an item, uh, a personal printer. And it really is broad about what you can print. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you can print stuff. And it's like, can I... Can I print a nuclear bomb? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I I think overall D&D &D, uh, 5e does a pretty decent job wherever there are like open-ended things that it's like, mm -hmm. here's some very specific stat-blocked things you can do with this, but you yeah. could also do other things. Yeah, and I will say this is also one of those systems that says money doesn't exist. It's just kind of a vague ethereal thing that you yeah. might have. Um, so you can like buy things, but, uh, you don't have to worry about tracking the money, which is fine if you're like going to a bar or like, you know, purchasing rope or, um, you know, buying a, a sidearm or something. But like when it comes to like more extravagant stuff, you know, can I pay mercenaries to come join us is that a reasonable thing to do i don't know i the think that's probably is... setting gm specific type stuff yeah you know the system is from what i can gather and you've probably gathered as well it is very freeform um yeah which is probably why it doesn't have a ton of examples and stuff like that because I except think for the wants... combat the combat seems pretty rigid yes but i think that's important for like any combat system that's what make the the limitations on what you can do in combat is often what makes combat interesting I mean, there are some systems that are very free, free in their combat. And I hate uh, all of combat. them that I've played. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want that. I'm, you know, I think most of our friends are on the, like, the power gamer to casual scale, very heavy on the power gamer scale, and we don't do well with, like, very free form systems. Yeah. Because cause... we tend to be like, okay, well, can I just make nuclear bombs? <laughs> yeah. I, I have always been, like, uh, a very narrative driven person uh in my my role playing games just just cuz you're narrative driven doesn't mean you're not a power but gamer. yeah exactly right that, like, that's an entirely different thing you're measuring yeah there. that that was what i was going to say is like i i am fully understanding of like where it's coming from where it's like here's a very free form you can figure out whatever you want to do uh you know combat system it's all about it's all about you know writing a narrative so we didn't add a combat system i'm like bullshit <laughs> I need that <laughs> shit. Otherwise, yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and do some stupid shit that, like, theoretically is in line, but it's probably a little too powerful. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It's it's definitely a weird balancing act. Um, 
but Lancer seems to do a pretty decent job at it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Lancer. I think it's a cool system. I, I'm excited to play more of it. I'll admit I was um, a little fucking bored, <laughs> but that was just because oh, things were going slow. Yeah, there there were some players that were taking a little bit long on their turns. Um, and Which is also, not a problem that I have that is unique to Lancer. Yeah, that's just a TTRPG problem that every TTRPG known to man has issues with. Like, uh, I wish people knew what to do on their turns. Uh, the only time I had that problem, I will admit, was when I thought my uh, projector shield was like a thing I could do as a uh, quick action. I thought it was a quick action. Oh, yeah. uh, so we had to look that up. Uh, I was thinking of my other shield that I have, which is a quick action. So, whoops. But yeah, also us having to like control random NPCs, uh, I was not expecting us to have to do. Um, so that also slowed things down. Also, the, uh, compendium being extremely mid did not help either. Yeah. The search function is dog shit. Yeah, what I ended up just going to is there's, like, a website that has, like, a quick reference for all the rules, and I would just control F search for them on my phone. Um, and it was significantly better than using the compendium. The only time the compendium was would was necessary was when I was looking for uh like a specific item or something. But if I needed a rule or a mechanic then or like a condition, it was all there and much easier to find. Uh and then there was like a separate page for like all the actions and bonus actions you could take or sorry, quick actions and full actions you could take. Yeah, they're not even bonus actions. That's not how that works. No, they're they're not. Uh, they, they, they function differently, but my brain defaults to 5e terminology for things because that's what I'm used to. Anyways, we did Scurrious today because it came out today. He died. Yeah, we did a, a little bit about of it. We'll talk about that in, here in the first part, uh, before we get into part two of this podcast and talking about, uh, all the summer or fuck all the winter summit stuff. You got this, bro. You'll get uh, one of these times. What what did you think about Scurious? Um Yep. Yeah, so Scurious is a new uh mid-level boss. You can be pretty low level, honestly, and do this boss. Um and it's uh there to teach players how to do mechanics. It attacks with all three styles, so you need at least uh 43 prayer for the overheads, but other than that, I'm going to say there's no hard requirements for this boss. You need access to Varrock. Yeah, you need access to Varrock. Yeah. But you can go down there and kill the boss. You can do it solo or you can do it in a group. Uh, if you're an Iron Man, get fucked. Uh, we learned apparently Iron Man cannot get drops at the yes. group version. The group version which... is not like the Wildy bosses. It is like a normal enemy. Yeah, yeah, except which... it's not like a normal enemy because mains all get drops. <laughs> You get KC though. Yes. Irons get KC, but it's not drops, which super is, fucking weird. Yeah, which means can you get the pet? Unlikely. I would Maybe, think though. No. Probably not, because you it I mean it's a tertiary drop, so probably not. Um But if you go to do Scurious, you have a chance to get uh, a 
Scurrius's spine, which you can either turn into one of the three new weapons. Uh, there is a bow, a staff, or a mace. And then uh, the uh, you can also turn it into a 5,000 XP combat lamp, or 3,500 if you want it to be prayer. Which is uh, not bad, honestly. Uh, you're, I mean, you're getting like a decent amount of XP just killing the boss. But then you can also convert it into co other combat XP, like for tiles you're not using. Or honestly, I just use it for free prayer XP. Um, yeah, that's my plan. If I but do the, the mechanics aren't too hard. It's, you know, it'll melee you if you're in melee range. And then it'll either shoot a, a ranged stink cloud or a crackling energy off one of the two back crats. And then it'll move over to the cheese on the edge of the room and start healing. And then it'll also like drop rocks on your head. And those are the mechanics you gotta deal with. Um it'll also summon rats that you gotta hit. Uh they're not you don't have to kill them, but they'll like chip you. I I don't know how much damage they do. It's not much. It's very little. It's like one damage. Yeah, I I don't know if they can hit higher than a one. But I would I say if, if I were to guess, the highest they can hit is probably like three. Yeah, that'd be my assumption as well. That would be the very highest that they would have allowed those guys to hit, I imagine. They're also yeah. melee only. They're not like uh, Sarachnus spiders where there's the mage ones that just hit you all the fucking time. It seems like they hit through prayer, though. They do. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, if you have a bone weapon, you can one-tick them, like the skulls at TOA. Yes. So... It's pretty nice if you have like a uh the mage staff or the uh the bow, you can very quickly get rid of all of them, but you can also do it with the with the mace. There was a period of time where if you're using <laughs> the magic staff, because they one tick the rats, you could one tick splash the rats. Yeah, it was like two hundred K XP an hour or something. So like it wasn't very good, honestly. Um well, uh, it was still I mean, it was really very good. cheap. Yeah. yeah, it was very cheap, um, but, you know, obviously, you could just barrage shit. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, for an early game account, right? Yeah, it is pretty good. You know, you can just rock up with the uh, bone staff and absolutely shred. It's pretty um, cool. Yeah. Uh, also, what's interesting is uh, the cheese at the edge of the room, you can eat it every 10 minutes to full heal. Oh, God Wars dungeon mechanic. Let's go. Yeah. I didn't even think about that it's a God Wars dungeon mechanic. It doesn't restore prayer, though. Yeah. Just health. But so, that's yeah. That's what it you reminds know, just... me of. This altering. <laughs> <laughs> you can't uh, step under the boss, because it'll just melee you. Yeah. So you probably can't red exit, either. No. Unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, boss is pretty cool, though. Uh, it seems like it'd be a good way to teach players some mechanics, some pretty basic stuff, you know? Don't stand in shadow. Pray correctly. Yeah, yeah like... It's one of the first early game bosses that... Or enemies uh, that exist now that have, like, reactive attacks. Mm-hmm. So that's very helpful. Yeah, and also, um, nothing that it does hits you very hard. The highest you'll get hit is a 21. Which is a good and a bad thing. Um, yeah. Because it's good that they don't just get, like, deleted um, mm -hmm. when you do when they do something wrong. But it is also kind of bad 
because I've seen people in some really bad gear just like not praying at all and just never getting hit. Yeah. It seems like, like you can just face tank things. Which is kind of a problem because then you're not learning anything. Mm-hmm. I think but at the very least, it gives you the option trips, to long. It gives you the option to learn. So, like, sure, yeah. you could face tank it, or you can take like literally no damage by actually using your prayers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I think it's a good addition. I'm curious to see uh, what the best weapons end up being. I was told that the uh, mace is better than a fang there, uh, which I assume is better than the tent whip, but. I'm not entirely sure. It has pretty low defenses. Um, Doesn't it have like a plus 10 max hit against rats or some shit, though? Yeah, that's what I was told. Which Uh, is pretty crazy. The page says 10% damage, but let me check the bone mace OSRS. Rat bone mace. Uh, Yeah, it's effective against all types of rats, including Scurries, by adding 10 damage to the player's max hit. Yeah. So it's just a flat plus 10, which is kind of crazy, honestly. But if you have the, um, if you have the, the mace equipped, it says it's a 10% damage increase. Or maybe it just says 10 damage. I'd have to double check. Right now. Yeah. Because I have it. We, we both got Spoon the, the scurriest spine. I got it on like two or three KC. Uh, it doesn't show a set bonus under my gear. When I have it equipped. Does it not? Uh, it, nope. I thought it did for me. Nope. It just says when Target wearing specific. a set, When wearing a, a gear that gives you a set effect. Uh, no, no. Getting... On the right side. Oh, there it is. Not... Yeah. Rats, 10%. Yeah. It does say percent. Yeah. Okay. I think that's just because it always shows a percentage. Yeah. It also replaces the undead. Uh, that's funny. Area. So what happens if I wear a salve at the same time? We're doing science here, folks. Equip. Okay, so yeah, if you equip the um, the salve, it just overrides the, the rat um, thing, and it goes back to being undead. But if you don't have an undead bonus, it instead shows you the rat thing. Okay, cool. I mean, it's unlikely you'll ever be wearing both at the same time anyway, so. Yeah, I was just curious if it would, like, fucking bug out, because that would be funny. Would just like draw the text twice, yeah, or like and, yeah, add it in like a weird spot or something, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to see if uh, I wonder if they already have a strategy guide. Oh, they do. Do they hit have... the boss? <laughs> That's uh, the strategy. High level, bone mace. Yeah, they have bone mace above Fang and above Blade Rapier and. Inquisitor's mace, so. Dang, that's so sad that they added a weapon better than the fucking Chaotix. Wait, the Chaotix? Yeah, that's like, I think it's like the RS3 term for like the the current best in slot uh, stab slash and uh, crush. Mm, I see, I see. And people have just like adopted that. Because I think huh, there was like I, a, a set I'd of never Chaotic heard. weapons or something that was for at one period of time the best in RS3. Yeah, isn't that from uh, Dungeoneering? Yeah. Yeah. Which the Blade of Saildor, the Karazi Rapier, and the Inquisitor's Mace are, I think, like, literally the same stat blocks as those things. Yeah, I believe so. I think I remember hearing that when when those came out. 
South. That's why people have called them the the Chaotix, because it's just an easier way than saying the best in slot melees of all types. Yeah, the best of slot one-handed non-special melee weapons. <laughs> Such a mouthful. Yeah, it's easier to just say the Chaotix. Yeah, okay. Neat. Um, Which I will probably continue to do forever, even if they ever add things that surpass the the blade, the rapier, and the mace. I'll probably just still refer to the one-handed, best-in-slot-of-a-particular-style melee thing. (laughs) Anyways, rap boss. Yeah, rap boss is cool. Um, uh, I I think... um... After I'm done maxing, I might literally just camp myself there until I get the pet. <laughs> just, like, as a thing to AFK. Fucking weirdo. Because, like, it, it's... You can just AFK in Guthans, and you'll, you'll be golden. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Like, I might just go to a mass world, depending yeah, on how bad the drop rate is. I'm sure the drop rate will be out before I'm maxed. I'm I'm like still the, betting on like one and three k. I feel like it probably is. Yeah, probably. I I can't yeah. imagine the uh the mass world rate is very good. Or I mass mean, room. Which is isn't there a boss where like doing it in masses you have ba- it always rolls the same pet rate even in solos? Isn't there some boss that does that? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe probably. I'm fucking thinking of some weird shit, but. Zolcano, Zolcano, yeah, I think that's the one. Uh, that makes sense. Too bad Zolcano hard caps you to uh, a minimum number of downs. So. Very cringe. Yeah, very cringe. If they ever did uh, fucking mining rework, I would just ask for them to make Zolcano actually like... I would say just because I'm an asshole, make it so that you still like... The base level version still requires like three-ish players to to kill. Just because I want people to suffer and require groups, but then maybe can I mean, scale and masses better. Yeah, I wouldn't want people to be able to solo Zolcano, but I feel like um, letting it scale as high as it can is fine. You know? Yeah, I think it'd be fine. Also, private instances of Zolcano, like clan instances, please. Yeah, it'd be nice. Usually not an issue, but every once in a while, you spend like fucking a bazillion hours just like hopping worlds trying to find one. Yeah, and then you get some random person hop, uh, crashing you and, like, yeah. dying constantly. Like, it's usually not a big deal. It would just be kind of nice. You know what else is kind of nice? Huh. An early break of this podcast. Wow. Because we have a, a, a long one ahead of us. So, uh, go grab a drink, use the restroom. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hang on. We always got to talk about the other changes section. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's an important section to talk about. Yeah. Um, there's, like, some shit about, like, blood runes disappearing. Who cares, bro? Uh, anyways, yeah, it's some UIM bullshit. Bank placeholders for coal will now be maintained when withdrawing all your coal into your coal bank. Guys, this changes everything. This sounds like some Iron Man shit. This is some weird shit. <laughs> uh, arcane scarabs will now reliably render over agile scarabs. I had never seen this. But that I've is never funny. seen it either. Yeah. Um, huge change. Barry will no longer interrupt players every time they enter the woodcutting guild. I heard that's Massive not actually change. changed. I heard it's still functioning the same way. I will verify this information this instant. All right. 
Uh, uh, the last one is uh, you can no longer drop trade phoenix necklaces, mithril seeds, and crushed bird nests in PvP areas like the wilderness. Yeah, Why so crushed pe- bird nests. People were making brews in the wilderness. But like, how is that any different than just having brews? I don't understand. People would drop both supplies to you. The the unfinished potion and the bird nest, and you right make the because bird nest yeah because if you drop a brew itself yeah it doesn't show it doesn't up instantly it's a food appear item okay mm-hmm. I get it now because like mithril seeds and phoenix necklaces does immediately registered I understood but bird nests I was like huh because in in my brain it was just bird nests right were the issue and it, yeah. they weren't dropping the the toad flax potion so my brain was like. Do they just have a bunch of toad flax potions? That's no more efficient than just having, having brews. Brew. Yeah. yeah, no, they were just making brews. There's a few clips of PKers doing it. Honestly, that's really funny. <laughs> it is very funny. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. It might have been um, Dino or someone just absolutely going off on someone after he killed them because they were uh, getting Phoenix necklaces dropped to them. And, uh, yeah, no, it seems like a really scummy thing to be able to just, you know, yeah. drop supplies it's, to your clan mate. That's a really fucking funny thing you can do, though. Holy shit. <laughs> that's like some gigabrain shit, honestly. Yeah, there that's was another so clip of, uh, it was against skill specs, I think? Someone cooking sharks in the middle of combat. Because <laughs> you can drop the raw sharks, but not the cooked shark. That's so funny. I thought yeah. you, I didn't even know you could cook in combat, bro. Uh, I guess you can. I don't know. Anyways, I just went to the woodcutting guild. Uh, you are in fact not interrupted. He just okay. uh, he says to. it. He says it over his head in like yellow text now instead of opening a chat window. Mm, okay, that's good. So he still welcomes you. He just doesn't yeah. interrupt you. And so, I'm gonna interrupt you yeah. with these ads from Whoa. our sponsors. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by the Butler Services. Go acquire a butler today, pay them a small sum of money, and they'll uh, run to the bank for you. This episode is also sponsored by that guy running to your location to drop crushed bird nests and toad flaxes. It's, uh, that sounds like some running service that you could probably pay for, and I hate that. <laughs> but you can't do it anymore. So, uh, actually, this episode is sponsored by Barry. He just wants to Thanks, welcome Barry. you to the Woodcutting Guild, but you can run past him as he does it now. He's, he no longer stops you. He doesn't, he doesn't jump in front of you anymore. He's very polite about it. He sponsored today's episode. We love that guy. Yo, Doc in the report, reporting booth chat just got Masori chaps on his collection log. Let's go. Congrats. Cheesy. Anyways, this episode is also sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, they are able to help support the show and get ad-free episodes. If you want to listen to this podcast without advertisements in the middle of it, the auto-generated ones, not the fake ones we do right now, uh, you, can, you can go do that. Uh, you can add the RSS feed to your podcast platform of your choice. You don't have to listen to it on Spotify. So, uh, thank you to... Uh, Bloat Swole Prostate, Dan, Dinosaur, Gothpout, M. Scotty, SF Serenade, Sudtone, and Taco Mania, the $2 tea drinker tier. And at the $5 tea enthusiast tier, we have a new member. No longer is it just Sam Thompson alone at this tier. 
we have soggy waffles also at the tea enthusiast tier and at the ten dollar tea aficionado tier our cutest patrons around we have big dog larry cloud kicker drum txt and lay slayer thank you guys all for supporting the podcast man i like waffles but like soggy waffles man that's just sad (laughs) i'm just getting sad thinking about soggy waffles you come just honey what the fuck did i come back to huh what Anyways, guys, um, welcome back to Gothic's Rest. Um, we just had the Winter Summit. I'm leaving that part in. <laughs> you can't stop me. Um, they revealed a lot of stuff, guys. <laughs> they did not, yeah, they unfortunately, did. reveal become. Um, very sad. However, they did reveal um, I mean, I guess a lot of new content. Yeah. A lot of exciting stuff coming to Gilnor. Dude, I bet Become is coming in Forestry Part 3. It's coming. It's coming. I'm glad this isn't Just going like on YouTube. Just like some other people be... I know. <laughs> no. Anyways, guys, <laughs> they didn't really announce this because they already had announced it, but Varlamore. Varlamore Part 1 and... Part two. Yeah, they. I guess they did technically like announce part two. We didn't really know anything about part two, so mm-hmm. uh, and we yeah, really we still don't. But no, we know that it exists now. Mm-hmm. We sure do. I mean, I guess we already knew that it was going to be multiple parts, but now we know that there's two, and maybe more than that. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. Yeah, it'll probably be like three parts. I imagine. I'm going to go with um, definitely uh, 700 parts. Because every small patch they make to Varlamore after that is, is also a part. I, I'm not counting that. You, you, can't, <laughs> you can't say that counts. Otherwise, we'd have like Varrock part like 32 by now. Oh, dude. It's a lot higher than 32. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. Anyways, um, they announced the full roadmap. Uh, go over that mm-hmm. first. Um, just gonna real quickly go through all of the Rapid things fire. That they announced. Yeah. So the first thing they talked about was Scurious. We already knew it was happening. It was supposed mm-hmm. to happen according to the Summer Summit roadmap a lot earlier. It didn't, but now it's here. They were like, well, "Hey guys, Scurious." Gonna... It was wasn't it slated for fall? Uh oh, for that maybe actually. I yeah. think I might be thinking of someone else was complaining about uh something from the roadmap. Yeah, some people uh, were like, yeah, some people were like, oh, Varlamore should have been out right now. It's like, no, it just said like, I, I don't remember. Early 2024. Yeah. Which to me, I yeah. interpreted that as Q1 2024. Yeah, Scurrius was supposed to be winter 2023. Yeah. But I mean, so I mean, I guess it's technically late. It's still winter, but it's it, not yeah, 2024. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they, they got close. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, uh, so Scurious is out now. Uh, that one was kind of fun because we all knew it was soon. But uh, mm-hmm. during the summit, they were like, it's next week. And I was like, Pog, that's great. Um, 
nothing too crazy with Scurious. Obviously, we got the the rat weapons and the pet. Yep. And the boss itself. And yeah. oh, we didn't mention earlier. It is like the new best method for uh, melee combat. Yeah. If you want to train, not which just is melee great. combat, just all the combats. Uh, it's... well, chinning and barraging. Yeah. Is but like for better. lower levels. Yeah. It's basically the best. Is it better than NMZ for like high level melee? Yeah, it should be. I, I haven't checked. Uh, Doc Hart says yes. So Because I have been intending to just like camp melee NMZ shit for a while. So if you need the points, do that. But if you don't, do I don't need the points. Let me yeah, tell you. Just do Scurious then. I already have like, I think almost a million points. So I, I don't need this. Um, yeah, so they announced Scurious. Uh, they also announced that next week um, we should see uh, Desert Treasure 2 combat achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, feels like we should have gotten those a little bit earlier. Yeah, Hasn't apparently it's literally just like one. Six months? Yeah, something like that. Apparently it's literally one dev working on the combat achievements for that, and they were busy doing uh, the uh, like, stuff from on, the surely other people know how the combat achievement system works and they could just i'd hope so like come on (laughs) that seems like a weird excuse to me but uh, it does feel like a weird excuse whatever it doesn't matter um they're gonna finally be here and they're probably not gonna have combat achievements for one kill of each to waken boss which still makes me sad Um, you think not i think they said that they won't be doing that oh that sucks and i hope that they went back on that at some point but I think it is is dumb that uh, for GM. Was, I think you should. Yeah, I, I think it, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it doesn't make any sense. Like I don't think there needs to be any combat achievements for like do a specific thing during an awakened kill, but just one awakened kill of each one. That's all I. That's all I ask. And it's like you can retroactively complete that. Yeah, I believe it was an Ash reply. They said they wouldn't be doing it. Um. So. I believe I read the same Ash reply. So, anyways, yeah. Um, they then um talked about some other stuff, but I'm gonna talk about them the order that they're on the roadmap, um, because it's right here in front of me. Um, yeah, I think we skip the first one until we get to where it becomes relevant that that it's coming into the game, because I think that's a spoiler. Okay, fair enough. Um, they talked about. It's not on the roadmap. Uh, I believe the next thing they talked about next, the next thing they talked about next uh, was the HD, HD client. client. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is not, uh, despite being called HD, some people calling it HD client, it's actually HD mode um, mm-hmm. because it is just an HD mode for the C client. Um, yeah. This is part of their ongoing efforts uh, that I think are not in vain um, to make the C client more desirable. And outside of the actual kind of hype it up video part of the announcement, they also announced something that I think is even more important uh, when they were doing like their interview with X person that is talking about the update we just announced. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about the fact that they will be supporting a plugin hub for the C++ client. Yeah. Um, which honestly, is huge. So Very important. important. Extremely important if they ever want people to give a shit about that client ever. 
Because there's so many small niche plugins that Jagex would never spend the time developing. No. Right? And this gives, you know, the community the ability to make those shitty niche plugins that, like, are necessary for some people to want to swap over. Or just funny. You know? Yeah, or just funny. Um... But, like... There's so many dumb plugins that I use that, like, I probably wouldn't want to swap over without them. Yeah. Like, I am addicted to the corner tile markers now. I love them. Mm -hmm. They're great. Yeah, they look great. Um, that is probably not something that they would, you know, add. It It's probably super easy to do, but, like, why would they bother if somebody else has already done it, you know? Yeah, the improved tile marker plugin that draws your character underneath the tiles or uh, that, but NPCs underneath it. Yeah. Or sorry, Stuff above like it. That. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to fucking add prop hunt or for example, loot logger, um, that's mm -hmm. one I really like because I don't like having everything saved in memory in my loot tracker. Yeah. Um, I like like a dedicated storage area for all of my historical loot. So that one's nice. Um but yeah, the, the plugin hub is important. Um, I was discussing it uh, for with with some people, and I, I do think personally that eventually this is still a part of Jagex's plan to eventually axe Runelight. Um, I think yeah. it's inevitable. Um, and if they keep going down this road of basically just having uh, both feature parity to Runelight. And like expanded features that only they are capable of developing because they literally developed the game. And so they can like, as I've said before, jack into the mainframe in ways that mm -hmm. Runelight can't. Um, I think that the C++ client will eventually just be better than Runelight and people will want to move over. And something like HD mode is kind of a, a step in that direction because from what I saw at least, I actually kind of like the way it looks. Um, yeah, and important too, like you don't have to use HD mode. No. And even if you don't use HD mode, you will see improvements in the client yes. uh, the... Uh, because it is a rewrite of RuneTech, the rendering yes. engine. They are. They're completely redoing the rendering engine. So I don't have any confirmation on this, but those of you RuneScape players that are, that are out there, which is probably all of you, <laughs> um, I'm sure we've all seen clipping issues. They're fucking yeah. everywhere in this game. I mean, anyone in the broadcasting chat right now can tune into my stream and look at my character's hair clipping through my helmet. It looks terrible. I would imagine that with this rewrite of the graphics engine, we would see less of that. Yeah. And also things being on the wrong, I think it's called the Z layer or whatever. Yep. Uh, the, like, you'll see trees just appearing through walls and stuff. Yep. That are like way in the distance because they're just on the if you wrong go to, layer. If basically. you go to Karamja, for example, with expanded mm -hmm. render distance, you can just see the um the leaf part of palm trees just rendered over yep. the fucking volcano. Yeah, that happens too at the uh Desert Treasure 2 uh area where you like start the quest. Oh yeah, true. I imagine that will probably be fixed with the new renderer. But, like, if you do want to use the HD, all the HD stuff looks amazing. They have yeah, um, on the blog a section where you can take uh, screenshots and, like, show the HD on one side and the uh, vanilla rendering on the other. And, they don't like, show it. the fucking water in any of these screenshots. But the water that they, they had, yeah. uh, you can see it in the, the trailer itself. The water looked really nice. I like the way they, they did their water. Mm-hmm. 
It looked very good. There is water, but they don't show it as like the yeah, new water. Yeah, it's like old water. Now, one thing I'm really hoping for with this is during the video, you can see like he has this huge dev menu on the right side of like all the different things that he can fuck mm-hmm. around with, like you know what the skyblocks looks like, what kind of lights being emitted from the sun, uh, the direction of the the uh, global light from the sun. Uh, you know, I I really hope that with the HD client comes like all of those options, so you can really fuck around with it. You know tune the game so like for example if you didn't like the um the enhanced water you could have all the other hd stuff on but turn off the enhanced water i want it to be super customizable because i think that would be uh, it would make it an extremely uh drawing captivating feature for the client yeah i uh i i think everything looks super nice i just i'm noticing as i'm like looking through this they don't have increased draw distance uh for anything i do hope that becomes an official part of the client i imagine it probably will yeah i don't know if we'll get the the rune light thing where it like saves the world locally in order to give you even further increased draw distance Mm -hmm. but i imagine we'll at least get like the the regular draw distance thing that uh i don't know the the saving the world thing is insane it's pretty cool I'm excited to see how this turns out, and uh, having uh, a Jagex-made plugin API could be cool, because it could offer increased access that current plugins don't have. Yeah, uh, I, think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got nothing else to say. The one thing I am interested in is uh, moderation of the plugin hub will probably be a thing, and I'm curious yeah. to see... You know, is that going to restrict someone making door kicker? Is uploading door kicker to the plugin hub not going to be worth your time because it takes forever to get through the moderation process or something? Yeah, is it gonna? It has to be moderated by Jagex somehow, or because they can't be just be cool? allowing like anything on the an official mm-hmm. plugin hub because then they're making their own client the cheat client. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What's unless, gonna stop people unless too with from... the API they like actually find ways of restricting people from using the entity highlighting thing in particular cheaty ways like I don't know I don't yeah think that, that doesn't seem possible but I a thought I just had what if uh there's like a guide that appears that teaches people how to make their own cheat plugin and you never have to upload it but it can be in your permanent like test version you know. What's Jagex yeah, going to do about people doing stuff like that? I do not know. Uh, it's something I'm very interested in seeing, though. Yeah. But I, I think it's a, it's a great announcement. Um, it gives me faith that they are still on the right path with the C++ client. It has mm-hmm. been slowly but surely becoming a usable uh, you know, client. I think yeah. nowadays, if you just install the the default client and play runescape you're not at like an extreme disadvantage like you're not playing a, a shittier version of the game by a long shot mm-hmm. um, which and they do true. have some stuff that's better because they can jack into yes. the mainframe like the chambers scouter it's yeah. just better there are no unknown rooms with the chambers scouter in the official and like client. the skilling stuff in uh timers are all like 100 percent accurate because yeah. the game knows exactly 
it knows exactly when you're going to take fucking heat damage in the desert, which I still think is crazy that it tells you that. That is crazy. That was the one that I was like, that's so weird. Yeah. I why I... it was so weird to me, but it was just very strange. Huh. Yeah. You know what else is strange? The fact that you Undead really, pirates. The fact that you really thought that that one screenshot was not of Shazian Graveyard. Bro, it, it looked so yellow so on my dumb. monitor. It, lo it looked so yellow. Sit the fuck down. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, um, you should have been subscribed to the Patreon and you should have just heard the bonus episode. Come on. Get on top of this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm going to post a screenshot and I'm going to show you how fucking yellow it looks. It just, he's coping. It looks so yellow. He's coping. Seething. One second. Broadcasting chat. Look how yellow this is, boys. Anyways, wilderness changes. This uh, they they have a, a a number of updates that they're proposing. Yeah, this is interesting. So, uh, they the first thing that they kind of get into is they want to uh make it so that you're not just in the twenty to forty range in the wilderness. They want to encourage you to go uh to the lower level wilderness too, because there's not a lot to do do at the at the low level wildy areas so they want to update the uh, chaos temple not the one where you bring bones but the one where like the chaos druids are that teleport you around uh and they want to add undead pirates to the chaos temple and uh i don't know did we find out if they're replacing the elder chaos druids or if they're gonna both be I'm, there i'm I haven't read this because I'm going to be honest. I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, but I still am under the assumption that they will both be there. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense because they talk about later on something related to their teleporting. The, the caption here does say, look at all these, look at these peaceful fellows. Now imagine this pleasant scene full of pirates and slowly descending into an all-out war between the most unlikely of enemies. Okay, I don't know that's if that fair. I don't know. I'm assuming that means a war between the pirates and the chaos guys, but it could, yeah. the most unlikely of enemies could be PKers. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, they want to add undead pirates there that will have uh, some new loot and other stuff. Uh, it's just kind of a text dump of a, of a blog, honestly. Um, but that's a lot of words. That's a lot of words. Uh, I'm not reading them. But they, they're going to have a couple of drops that are uh, useful for PKers. Uh, and one that's not really useful for PKers, but more for PVMers. But uh, the first drop would be a Chivalry Prayer Scroll. And basically, uh, by the time you can get Chivalry on an account, you basically don't use it. You just use Piety. Uh, which... I'll have you know. That uh -huh. I unironically used chivalry for why not very long. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't have the prayer level for piety, so I did actually use chivalry for a, a short period of time on on my account. Well, that's embarrassing. You should have gotten more prayer levels. I'm fucking iron man, eat shit. Fucking iron. Anyways, but uh, it, the the point still stands, even as an iron. Like, 
getting to 70 prayer from 60 still isn't even that rough. Like it was a short window of time that I was using that, which is like crazy considering the power difference. Yeah. So they want to hear Fuel's feedback on this scroll because it would give, I think, anyone that reads the scroll the ability to use chivalry if they have the prayer level for it. Uh, 60 prayer, uh, I think, is the only requirement it would need because uh, it would not have the 65 defense requirement for King's Ransom. So it would open up some new account types, the chivalry pure, uh, basically but without the the defense requirement. Yeah. It's cool. it's certainly interesting. Um I think notably uh the the biggest thing for me on that is um you don't have to click like three different prayers anymore. If you yeah. want if you want the effects of all of all those, you have to click steel skin, ultimate strength and uh incredible reflexes right now. It's very annoying when it's you're fucking, doing it's so uh yeah, when you're doing uh, the, the PKing minigame. LMS, it's thank so you. so fucking annoying. My brain was saying VLS, and I'm like, that's not right. Yeah, when you're doing LMS, and you had to click all those prayers, and it's like, holy shit, I hate the low-level freaking PKing. Yeah, bracket. and notably, so bad. Chivalry is only 5% better in terms of defense, 3% better in terms of strength, and no better in terms of attack than those yeah. three prayers. So it's so. not that much crazier than what exists however it is probably max hits for decent accounts so um because three percent strength i mean yes that's not that's not to scoff at but um the attack is literally nothing and the defense is five percent which doesn't make a huge difference but does exist so no and especially for pking accounts that tend to uh maximize their damage by having low uh defense levels so yeah Pretty neat. I think it's fine. I don't really care. Yeah. Another neat thing is uh, adamant seeds. I we already really have mithril like seeds, which plant a flower and move you west. These ones plant a flower and move you east. It's I think nice this is a really up. neat idea. Yeah, you never know which direction they're going to go. Because, um, like, from what I've seen, players get good enough at PKing that they just, like, if they freeze and step under, they're just ready and can react in time to someone mithril seeding yeah so it's not that big of a deal um so this gives back a little bit of uh, ability to use mithril seeds against people that know what you're doing yeah i think it's cool um i also just like that they're called adamant seeds that's funny yeah they they make a joke at the end uh about adding uh runite seeds in 2044 that make you move in l movements So. Hey, you know, eventually it might be necessary. People just get too good at predicting the mind game of whether you're going to use mithril or adamant seeds. Yeah. Eventually we're, we're going to need, uh, you know, some steel and iron seeds that move you north and south, you know? Yeah, that's, that was my first thought. And then eventually we're going to get the, the runite seeds that, that move you in an L movement. Actually, you know, runite seeds will probably just make you run in a direction. And then dragon seeds, we start getting to L movements, you know? Mm -hmm. and then the last item not super useful for pking although like it, it could be somewhat useful for pking if you're pking at uh yeah it would be helpful the... at this new hot spot that they are at trying to add so yeah basically uh they want to add the blip 
blocking scroll, which is, I guess, what they're calling the uh, short little teleport that Elder Chaos Druids and the uh, Chaos Elemental and uh, Abbey Demons do. And it would block the teleport that they do. Although they're not sure if they want to make it so it blocks Abbey Demon teleportation. And I think it should. Yeah, I don't see uh, right, any reason why it wouldn't. It would make it, like... It would make it a bit more efficient to barrage them, but I think that's fine. Yeah. And, like, that would give it some theoretical value as well, so... If it's tradable, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I assume it's not a permanent effect. Uh, like no, a, they don't They don't specify how long yeah, it lasts. I, I assume it would be a, a temporary effect. But, like, if it did block the Abbey Demon uh, tellying, I, I could imagine it actually seeing some value for people that just want to buy them so that they don't have to fucking deal with Abyssal Demons fucking teleporting you all over the place. Because it's really mm-hmm. annoying when you're tagging all of them. And you get tele uh, in the the catacombs in the barraging spot, and one of them on either side just like teleports you all the way to the fucking wall, and you deaggro all the ones from the other side. Oh, it's so, so fucking annoying. So yeah. it would actually be like kind of nice for that. Yeah, during the leagues, that was like the most annoying part about trying to get my whip. Oh my god, I actually never got a whip. Fun fact. That's fun. Uh, I think I killed one abyssal demon, and then only did sire for. Abbey Demon tasks and just never got I barely used the whip. I used the whip for maybe half a day and then I just uh got a fang. So Yeah, blip blocking scroll looks I actually kinda like it. Kinda cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh then they announced a uh, new dead man mode. Uh me 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 Yeah. They they talk about like, you know, anyone can join the dead man mode. It's not just for PKers, but like let's Bro, be honest, I don't give it's for it's for PKers. I'm going to be honest, I, I, I think I said this uh, when I was watching the broadcast. I was, I was watching the broadcast with uh, my good friend Rhiannon. Um, she mm-hmm. came over to my place of residence for other reasons, and I was like, I'm, I'm watching this right now. I'm sorry. It's very important. And she has played RuneScape in the past for uh, a few months, so she does a little yeah. bit. So it was fun like explaining some of it to her, but other stuff she just like already knew about, so... It was fun. Uh, I remember I explained to her. I was like, yeah, every time they release one of these, I always think to myself a couple weeks ahead of time, you know, maybe maybe I'll try this one out. I never do. Yeah, and then, then never do. I, I never do. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it's like... I'm not going to kid myself anymore. I don't want to the possibility, the constant possibility of just getting jump scared by some random fucking asshole and having to, like, suddenly deal with the fact that I'm getting PK'd. Yeah, and all like the That's rules why I hate and the wilderness are right different now. too. Like, I I yeah. just I can't be asked. I just want to I just want to do my thing. I like getting very focused on the thing that I'm doing and getting jumped by a PK or just like breaks that focus and it's awful and I hate it. Yeah. And then uh sneaking this in at the end of the blog, um there is a final question. Uh should we work on designs for improvements to the Wildy Agility Course, Wildy Slayer, Wildy Resource Area, and Fountain Rune to be fleshed out and locked in at a later date? If you're watching the um the uh winter summit, they kind of talked a little bit about like some ideas they had for this. Um I don't recall anything that they specifically said about like the resource area, agility course, or I don't slayer think they really area. Said anything, I'm gonna be honest, if I remember right. Though, the admittedly, I was, I was committing chatting with Rhiannon during this part because That's I did not care. I was so tuned out during this part. My initial reaction to most of this was very negative. I, I will say my engagement with this was at work listing uh, 
through my earbuds while my coworker was blasting uh rap twenty feet from me, uh <laughs> like super loud over his speakers. I couldn't hear shit out of my left ear. Uh, it was very loud, but uh, from what I heard, uh, it's they want to make it so if you're out the fountain or rune, and you alk something, uh, you alk multiple things at once if it's a if it's like a stack item. So if you bring like a hundred the uh, rune chest plates or something, you can uh you can alk them pretty quickly, you know, but. Uh, the the risk is you're bringing a bunch of a bunch of alkaboles out there. Yeah, I don't know how effective that's going to be personally. It, it's like a cool idea, but the problem is nobody wants to bring a huge stack of alkaboles to like fucking almost fifty wilderness. I mean, I'm I'm sure some fucking late game Iron Man who is just tired of their massive uh stack oh. of alkaboles is gonna like probably do it at some point. If yeah. they make it like, you know, you you out click twenty at a time or something, like people would do that. Yeah, I don't know. It uh... But I'm assuming they want to do other things too, like maybe uh enchanting entire inventories of rings all in one go. I'd do that. Or... Because that's actually like low value, you know? Yeah. It, it, uh, the one thing that is important though is it would depend on how active that area became. And this is the mm-hmm. one thing that I very selfish, selfishly uh, didn't like about this proposal. It's like, oh boy, they're going to make the fucking wilderness, or they're going to make the Fountain of Rune more of a thing. So whenever I want a fucking Fountain of Rune teleport for a fucking clue scroll or like to get to Callisto, yeah. I'm just going to jump by some random fuck. Yeah. Selfishly, that is annoying. Similarly, I, think- I selfishly hate that they're trying to turn the fucking chaos temple area chaos temple into a hot spot because of the hard clue stuff there and if they make it so that the fucking chaos uh guys can fucking teleblock you which is a thing they talked about Mm -hmm. that that better only happen if you actually attack them because if they just do that when you walk up to them oh boy i get teleblocked trying to do my fucking clue step yeah that'd that'd be very annoying if that's how that works extremely annoying yeah and even if they do only teleblock you when you attack them, what if you fucking like accidentally click on one and then you're instantly uh, teleblocked? That, that's a skill issue. I mean, yes, but it doesn't stop it from being annoying. And it doesn't uh, already yeah. happen, so. I mean, yeah, but, you know, just don't fucking click on them, idiot. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I'm actually excited for most of this. I, th- I think uh, these are some good changes to the wilderness. I'm excited to see what they do with the resource area. Um, I hope this is a step towards making the wilderness more uh, of a lucrative place to go. Um, and I just personally don't really care because I, I just never want to be a part of the predator versus prey gameplay loop. I just don't fucking care. I'm going to be completely <sighs> honest. Yeah. I mean, if I'm forced to do it, yes. Cause like if there's a unique out there that I feel obligated to go for, but if I'm going out there just for GP, I think that's a different yeah, I thing think altogether. I think it's fine, but I just don't care because I know I'm never going to do it. Because I just don't yeah. want to be involved. I just do not give a shit. Yeah, and I think that's why making the wilderness just uh, a place for GP or, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, basically just GP uh, is. I don't the want them adding more shit like that. black chins where it's just like you get the best thing 
Mm-hmm. I want them to make it more along the lines of like the the Fountain of Rune thing, where it's like you can do this more efficiently. Oh, I I will say, um, for the Wilderness Slayer area, I just re- remembered they had mentioned um monsters that have like not enough of them, uh, or or like maybe monsters that you have a Slayer task for in the wilderness but don't have a good spot for it. They want to improve that, um, so it's not just like you know, a couple of spawns that are annoying to kill. Uh, which maybe means that uh, the uh, Earth Warriors might get moved. I don't know. Anyways, I think that's Varlamore. enough going over. Yeah, let's let's talk about Varlamore. Part 1 and Part 2. They For Varlamore Part 1, little... nothing new was announced. However, yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of showing us things that we hadn't seen before. We knew these things existed, mm-hmm. but we hadn't seen them yet, which was very exciting. Yeah, the the blog really doesn't show you shit. I'm going to be honest; it's literally just everything they've already used. It's all of the Valamore blogs that they put out in the past shoved into one. Yeah. So, and it's honestly less. Like the Hunter Guild section doesn't have any of the concept art in it, like the original one does. It's just all of the mechanical stuff. So if you already know everything that Varlamore has to offer, don't even bother reading the blog. <laughs> yeah, just it watch the two videos. New. Yeah, watch the two videos. You'll get the visuals. It's cool. Um, there's, uh, you know, they they show off the the Quetzals and stuff, and it's I'm pronounced Quetzal. They show off the pretzels. <laughs> and yeah we're getting that uh coming uh when when is that supposed to be coming out uh may 20th 2024 we have a uh, or sorry march 20th not may so yeah march we 20th have a, we have a date uh, which is for that. not super far away which is exciting yeah i yeah. unsurprisingly very excited about this update uh there were some things that we already knew existed but saw you know stuff about them for the first time notably the um uh the coliseum there was like mm-hmm. some new stuff that you could see uh the inquisitor's mace was in about like maybe 10 frames of uh gameplay on the um <laughs> they made the price yep and that's what up. i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> say they they included it in about 10 frames and it caused it to jump in price by a spectacular amount so love that uh, do you know how I, much it went up no, I don't. I guess uh, I could look on the wiki. I hope that it is dog shit in the Coliseum. I hope it was a massive debate. <laughs> it 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 always is. They they never. I, it went up from one hundred ninety nine mil to two hundred thirty four mil. Uh, wait, no. This is sorry. This is way back. Uh, this is in December. From. 240 to 250 it went up 10 mil epic yeah that's funny but yeah uh we saw a lot of Varlamore. uh the art looks good uh the 3d art um mm-hmm. the areas look nice uh it definitely has its own distinctive like visual style but not like out of place for old school um it still looks like old school but it looks like a new place so i think they did a good job there um the like dwarf area looks really cool um 
I don't know if you remember that part, but it yeah, showed off it like pretty the, nice. The inside the mountain dwarf city looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, They're wearing pretty cool armor. Yep. They have uh, Stray Dog V2 in uh, Siva Illifortis. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, they showed off the Colosseum and what I assume to be the finalized size for it, which is quite large. Um, yeah. I suppose it's not like ridiculously larger than the Inferno Arena, but I do believe it is slightly larger. Yeah, it looked bigger. Um, um, there was a Minotaur dude. Yeah, there was a lot of. They showed a, a boss. They showed us a lot of dudes that are actually going to be in there, which was cool. Um, we did learn. I think. I think this is the first time we learned this that um, it has twelve waves apparently at its maximum. Uh oh, I don't recall that, but yeah, I I believe you. I believe that was a thing that was very said. low. Uh yes, but I think. I think it's going because it was this was also more of the idea behind Blue Inferno, um, which, you know, this evolved from Blue Inferno was more shorter, lesser amount of waves. But each wave is like a boss, essentially. Interesting. So that's why you see, like, you know, the big Minotaur guy, this like Manticore that they show off the concept art of uh, the fucking Akka looking dude, Mm -hmm. you know, shit like that. So each each wave is going to be like a whole ass boss encounter from what I can tell. And there's going to be like, you know, weird shit going on. They showed off like the, I don't know what you'd call it, but it's like the bunch of dudes in a fucking fortress of shields. I think that has oh, a name. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't remember what that's called. It's not a phalanx. A phalanx, I think is literally just like a bunch of dudes facing one direction with shields. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. Called. But it's a bunch of people in, in shields, and it basically acts as, like, a, a moving piece of terrain, which is kind of neat. Um, that is neat, yeah. It'll. They were talking about how to, like, block uh, enemy pathing, your pathing, lines of sight, which sounds kind of cool. Um, if implemented correctly, I think that could be very interesting. Um, the visual style of the uh, the enemies looks very cool, as we said. It's It's very, like, Roman Colosseum of, like, all these mystical creatures coming and trying mm-hmm. to fuck you up pretty cool um but that was about all we got um they did show off the sunfire fanatic set uh concept art and it yeah, does not look enough showed... like solaire uh it's not oh, the right colors his shirt needs to be green i literally need this to just be solaire yeah let me i will say that the guys in the new quest look like solaire very good, but I want to. I would. I just want to be like that. Hmm. Um. I'll post the picture. I'm already on it. Yeah. If you have a picture of it. Bam. Oh yeah, yeah. It is very solar inspired, though. Yeah. You can tell. It's got the the sun symbol on the chest, and I think it's supposed to kind of imitate the look of proselyte, where it's mostly white. Um. Yeah. With a little bit of gold, so. I get it, but I want the shirt to be green, you know, with the the red symbol. I think is the the color scheme that goes on. I I just want to I just want to look like Solaire. But maybe they'll add like the the Vilamore knight armor set in like just some random shop, kind of like how you can buy the elf uh, clothes. Yeah. So you can at least fashionscape look like Solaire. Oh, have you seen what the uh, quiver looks like? By the way. Yes. 
So yeah, you can post that one too if you want. You can apparently yeah. combine it with the Max Cape, which is well, neat. Yeah, of course you're going to be able to. It's, I mean, it's yes, a but, cape. but you don't combine it with the Max Cape like you do any other item. You like yeah. actually combine it with the Max yeah, Cape. Yeah, you just you wrap wear both it of them at the same time. It's it, actually it cool. Looks, I like it. Yeah, it looks a little goofy, but I like it. I think it looks pretty neat. The one yeah. thing is I want that Max Cape to be able to turn yellow when you equip the fucking Missouri Crafting Kit. Mm. Because I'm pretty sure they said that they'd make the Missouri Crafting Kit compatible with the Dinhaz's Quiver. Dizan, however the fuck you say it. I believe they yeah. said that. It would make sense. So, I because the yellow Max Cape, I think, goes crazy. I love that cape. So I want the Quiver with the yellow cape. Please, Jamflex. Yeah. Did you see the? Uh, they showed off the the new uh, bosses for the. Uh, yes. Uh, for the, which? What is this called? Because I, I was talking about this, I was confused why on the blog post it still shows like the blacked out silhouettes of them, even yeah, though they actually tunes. just showed them off in the. Yeah. The they showed trailer. the mechanics of the fight. Yeah, well, I think just one of them. I think it was just the uh, the winter one. No, they show all three of them. Oh, did they? I guess I was yeah. Just uh, like five minutes in, just skip to there yeah, in the video. Remember, yeah. Or, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it looks cool. Yeah, it looked pretty neat. I, I'm still very interested to see what those rooms will look like and how exactly things will will work out. When there are a lot of players in the room, that's one of the things I I still think is more interesting. I imagine you're not interacting with other players, really. No, you're not interacting like, with them, but I just want to see what it looks like with a bunch of players, oh, you know? Yeah, probably. Because it, it'll be a completely different vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, also, the starting area has the mystical D20 of fuck you, so I I like that. Yeah. Um, we, we got some cool looks going on here. This is another step towards just adding Dungeoneering in uh, the form of an activity. Oh, you <laughs> think this is Dungeoneering-esque? I mean, the whole goal is that no two runs are the same because it Fair. randomizes the places you go. It is just another step to creating a Dungeoneering-like activity. We yeah. have Gauntlet, now we have this. Eventually, we're just going to get Dungeoneering, but not a skill this time. I'm convinced. But this looks exciting. Uh, as I've said with all the other things, the art style looks awesome. Yeah, um, I think it looks great. The, I want to get animations the... and stuff on them. Yeah, looks great. It's yeah. very cool. Um, I am interested to see what the like, because they said like there'll be, you know, the, the side rooms that are like you can gather resources and like kill stuff. I want to see what those look like, too. Mm -hmm. uh, but they didn't show those off, so it'll be exciting to, to see those on day one when uh, we just uh, pull the fuck up, you know? Yeah, I imagine they're keeping some stuff hidden from us to, you know, leave some surprises. So yeah. we, we we won't know everything that's going on there, which I think is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, they they talk about some part two stuff too. Uh, which I think might be in another blog. It might be not yes, in this it's, one. Uh, there is a, a Varlamore Part 2 blog as well. Okay, um, I gotta go open that then. They also show off a little bit of the Hunter Guild, but it's honestly the most work-in-progress looking part of the uh, the video. Mm -hmm. 
it looks like the visuals of the Hunter Guild are definitely not completed right now. <laughs> but uh, where? Yeah, uh, I can't. I cannot find this blog. What is it called? Yeah, I got this. Hey, where is it? Yeah, you're right. I remember I saw it. Maybe they don't actually have a blog for it. Okay. Because, I mean, well, they didn't announce much. <laughs> uh, it might be in the overview blog. No, it's not even at the bottom. Uh, no, there's a bunch of Varlamore Part 2 questions at the bottom. But I, I remember stuff they talked about. They want to add um, a uh, group boss on top of a mountain. It'll be yep. a world boss. I am so assuming that this is the, the game jam uh, wind boss idea. I don't know if you I remember, don't that, remember one, that idea. No, it was it was a it was a game jam idea. Okay. Uh, I I mean I'm excited for it. Uh, like uh, more world bosses are cool. I like world bosses, and right now they really only exist in the wilderness, which is odd. Um, so that, I like cool. world bosses because they might make it. So that irons can participate with mains, which is always fun. Yeah, it seems like they are wishy-washy on whether or not they want to let irons have fun or not. Very strange. I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. If it, especially with Scurious, it makes no sense. It's like, okay, so mains everybody gets individual drops. It's just like necks. So why doesn't it just work exactly like necks, where irons that participate enough also get individual drops? I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't understand why it works that way. Maybe they'll re or like pull it next week or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really weird. The worst, yeah. the thing that is the most annoying about it is just that it's inconsistent. Uh, the other thing they they want to add uh, to Varlamore Part Two, they talk about a uh, herblore activity, some sort of mini game, because right now. The way you trade in Herblore is you, as, as a main, you buy all your supplies, your your secondaries, and your unfinished, and you just sit at the GE. There, the gameplay loop from level 1 to 99 is literally exactly the same. You just change what unfinished potion and what secondary. Maybe you, you do a stackable secondary uh, potion, which slightly changes how it feels, but not really. So they want to add a mini game. They give like no details on it, but I called it Herblore Todd is coming out. Wow. Any thoughts? <laughs> uh I mean, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have no particular thoughts. I mean, it's kind of aimed at the right place. They said it was aimed for like level 70, um, is would be the requirement. I think that's probably the right place to put it. Um, yeah, because that's they right about probably you, that's probably right yeah. about when you start getting sick of the skill. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. They they say it's not going to be the best XP. Uh, you might make profit, but you might not. Uh, really, it's just there to be a uh, a change of pace. You know, yeah. something different. And they they also talk about like, no, this will not be how you get overloads. They don't want to introduce overloads this way. So. We'll we'll see uh what they end up doing. I'm sure we'll get a blog on that uh closer to the re release of Armor Part Two, uh which will be coming in 
summer, uh, 2024. Summer, yeah. So the end of the much later, middle of the year. Yeah, I think they specified. Um, if you look at the original map of Varlamore, I believe this is like the foresty area. Uh, will be the next area, and then also the mountain area. Yeah, the forest and the mountain is what they talk about. The boss they specifically said was going to be on top of the mountain. Yeah. So, um, beyond that, we still have kind of all the areas to the east of the Stranglewood, and then that like weird water city. Um, to be mm-hmm. possibly included in parts three or more. Yeah. One and... thing I will say mm-hmm. that I am slightly disappointed in is Varlamore part two or part one will include one additional quest because yeah. it, will, it will include two quests. One of them is already in the game and it was very short and nothing really happened. Yeah, I'm hoping part two I was hoping adds for, more quests. I was hoping for two, like, real quests. Yeah. They didn't need to be long, but I just wanted them to be, like, real quests, you know? Which, I mean, I guess uh, Children of the Sun, you know, you get you gotta do the I little still chase. I still haven't done it. There's a chase <laughs> sequence, and then there's, like, a little thing where you have to like, mark some targets, because they, you have to find the odd one out. So there's there's like a little bit of actual mechanic doing funny RuneScape quest bullshit going on, but it's not much. Quest is very short, so. I don't know. Yeah. it's It was uh, just a little disappointing to learn that, because they said they were going to add two quests, and I was like, oh, cool. That's like about what I'd expect. And they were like, but one of them's already in the game. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. not as exciting anymore. Oh, and they also construction. Geezy. They also talked Thank about you. how um, doing the Colosseum uh, will give you rewards like farming patches or agility shortcuts, which they kind of touched on in the past. Um, yeah. They touched on the fact that it would give you it access you... to things around, but this time they yeah. like name drop. What do they some call the it? Things. Honor. Yeah. Which or glory or something? Yeah, I think it's glory. Um, and. Yeah, they kind of like named. I think they name dropped a couple more things that uh, it might give you access to. Um, yeah, so I think a bank was one of them. Something like that. Yeah, but yeah, seems cool. Um, yeah, it sounds like you can just kind of hop in and do like the first wave or two as a as a like mid level, and you'll be fine. And you'll actually uh, like get something useful out of it. So it's like yeah. worth your time to just like run in and do a wave or two, at mm-hmm. least once. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, it, it probably won't be like the easiest thing for an account of that level to do, but like I imagine it'll be doable. You know, if you can do, they said I think it's uh the first few waves are like fight caves level. So if you can do Jad, you can do the first few waves. Very cool. Yeah, you know what else is really <laughs> yeah yeah that's real. You know what else is really cool? This next quest. Uh, I think we just drop into the big one first. Yeah, I mean, what are yeah. We While Guthix sleeps, what are we gonna talk about? Defender of Verok? Nobody cares, bro. Yeah, they they're adding Defender of Verok. We'll get into that next because that's a prereq for While Guthix sleeps. But While Guthix sleeps is coming into the game. Uh, uh, I never did this as a kid. I don't think you did either. No, I didn't really do quests uh, beyond like the really easy ones when I played. 
but this is supposed to be like the best quest in RuneScape. Uh, it, it is not a direct port because it's not in the game files. So this is the first quest they've like completely yeah, like actually uh, backporting. Yeah, they they didn't backport it. They completely remade this quest. Um, and uh, it's they have a really cool cinematic trailer. Um, yeah, do it, this is a grandmaster quest? Do we know or I don't know. Master, it is grandmaster. Yeah, uh, it's part of the Majorat storyline, and I think it's the second to last quest, probably in that quest line. If I had to guess, I don't think so. No, if I remember right, it's a lot longer than that. Okay, interesting. But... I don't actually know for sure. Um, and it yeah. might be a kind of thing where like one part of the quest line ends, but they essentially just like continue it, but call it a different quest line. I don't know. Yeah, it's fair. Um, they did mention that like, there's some other quests that come after this in RS three that we aren't going to get because the storyline is diverting. So, uh, I don't know how many quests this will be then. um, but uh, they talk about some of the rewards from this quest, because uh, that's what we all really care about, uh, rewards. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, five quest points, like, 80k. When they, when they announce XP. a quest, I'm not like, all right, tell me everything that happens in the quest. I don't care. Yeah. That's what you want to experience. But the I just want to know what I'm or what you want getting. to know about. Yeah. Um. Yeah, 80k thieving XP, 60k farming, 60k herbler, 40k hunter, Honk access to the ancient Gathixian temple, and tormented demons, and access to the rites of balance. Now let's explain what those things are. So the tormented demons are basically... They're just demonic we, gorillas. Yeah, we already have them. They're demonic gorillas. Um, For those of you that played back in the day, you are aware that these are just demonic gorillas. They were added to old school as demonic gorillas. But they have the same mechanics. They switch their prayers to pray against what you're attacking them with, and they switch their mm -hmm. attack style. Apparently, they're like easier in RS3, and you could like safe spot them or something. Um, but I mean, you can uh, safe spot in, demonic gorillas by having an alt with a bazillion defense, just tank them in multi. Mm, I see. I see. Well. Uh, they originally dropped uh, Dragon Claws in RS3, and of course we already have those in the Chamber of Zarek, so they want to either move Claws over from Chambers of Zarek or give them a new reward. I feel like um, the choice here is obvious. Yeah, I think don't we give them, move a, them a new reward. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't move. What? That seems like such a stupid idea. Don't, we can't be moving dro raid drops. That's yeah. like, we, we couldn't even be asked to switch the fucking rarity of the fang and the ward, which was mm -hmm. a common like thing that people suggested to make the fang slightly more valuable considering its power level. We, yeah. we decided that that was not a thing we could do. So we, we cannot be moving the fucking claws off of Chambers of Zarek to move them onto fucking tormented demons. That is crazy talk. I mean, I think it's just more interesting to give them a new drop anyways. I, I, I fully agree. Like, claws are cool and all, but like, I don't know. I want to see something new. Yeah. Um. 
And so, um, yeah, I, I think if, if you vote on this, you should vote to give them a new unique drop. You will vote. Yeah. Option B. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. As you should. I'll find you. And then, uh, yeah, they haven't decided what their mechanics are going to be. I'm assuming they're going to give them new mechanics. Yeah, I want them to be different. Uh, I, we don't need demonic gorillas, too. Um, if they have some, yeah. like, you know, they switch attack styles and they have protection prayers type mechanics, sure. But they shouldn't be, like, basically the same thing. Yeah, I, I it thought be I like, recalled... Well, guys, this time, mm-hmm. instead of instead of sort of demonic gorillas, right, they change their prayer when they take 50 damage. These guys will change their prayer when you attack them five times. Like, I don't want that shit. I want yeah. them to be, like, meaningfully different to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but these, uh, yeah, it, you know, just, just make something new. I, I believe yeah. in you guys. And, and they also talk about like, um, I, I, I feel like they would have had this as a poll question, but maybe they're just looking for feedback on discord and Twitter and whatever about the, uh, new mechanics, uh, or maybe they're just going to give them new mechanics regardless. I, I don't recall. It's been a, a, a little bit since I read or since I watched the summit stuff i don't think so. they had any particular ideas that they lined out um gotcha. they had this mod ed right i think i don't i don't remember hang on yeah mod ed he's like the he's like the guy that whenever you think of somebody talking about the lore or like whatever yeah, it's usually yeah. mod ed he was he was the one that they talked about when uh, they announced or he was the one they talked to after they announced the Bogothic sleeps and they had like the little panel where they like talk about stuff and i remember he didn't have much to say on the idea of um new mechanics or new drops um Mm -hmm. but he did have uh, a decent bit to say about the other reward for the quest which is uh access to the rights of balance which is it is just so exciting prayer alignments yeah it's the god prayer alignments if you don't recall what those are uh, they were an idea after Runa's powers were scrapped that basically uh, you get a uh, uh, a couple extra prayers at the bottom of your prayer book aligned to a specific god. And what they propose here is that as a reward, you'll get access to the Gathixian alignment as well as shortly after the Xeros alignment. Uh... uh yeah, shortly after, as in they will add it to the game shortly after, mm-hmm. but it will be a reward from Desert Treasure 2. It will be a retroactively yeah. added reward. Yeah, which is, I think, very fitting. Which I, yeah, I, I think it, it should be added because that was the one thing is completing mm-hmm. Desert Treasure 2 right now doesn't feel like, like you don't get a meaningful upgrade. You just gain the ability to fight some bosses that can give you some meaningful upgrades. Yeah. Um. Which was disappointing after the initial pitch of you get an entire new prayer book. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we all know how the new prayer book went. I'm glad it wasn't added to the game, but I was very disappointed that we didn't end up getting a thing as exciting as that from the quest. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, uh, a Xeros God alignment retroactively is extremely exciting for anyone that does do the quest in the future. Yeah. Um, what that actually means, what prayers you'll get, is up for us to design. By us, I mean 
them, but I'm sure they're taking community suggestions. Stuff for them to well. design and for us to speculate on. Yeah. You know, like what Xeros does and what Gothics does in terms of prayers, who knows? Like, there's a lot of, like, we know what the gods do and what their, like, portfolio is, but, like, how does that manifest in a prayer book? Yeah. I, I hope the Xeros one isn't just, like, decimate, uh, annihilate, and... I don't think it would be. But... I, uh, I think I, I, the only one I would be interested in... I hope it's in, the vows. Uh, yeah. The vows are interesting. Um, they would need to, in my opinion, rework Fumis's vow. Because um, uh, the final iteration of Fumis's, the poison one, the final oh, iteration yeah, yeah. of Fumis's was just boring and completely useless. Yeah, I agree. Uh, obviously, Umbra's and Glacies both had like niche use cases uh, in the way they were, at least in Trailblazer League, which is their final iterations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kuror's was occasionally useful. Um, it had some interesting niche use cases that were interesting. Uh, I found that one drained your prayer way too much to be useful. Yes. Um, I think in the real game, it wouldn't actually be useful, but um, I would use it because I had Spec Relic at um, uh, Skulls. I would use the mm. Yellow Karis and Kuror's Vow at the same time to just absolutely heal the shit out of me from attacking the Skulls. And I see. Because it was TOA, I also essentially had unlimited prayer because I could just click a mm-hmm. scarab or click the fucking tears so yeah but yeah i think crores also might honestly need a redesign basically the only reason people want the vows would be umber's vow that's the only one that anybody cares about yeah glacies was not bad either but uh i feel like it would be less useful when you're not trying to reduce the magic level of things so that people that are using mage on things that you shouldn't be using mage on uh, yeah that's that true. isn't the thing anymore so yeah uh yeah i'm I'm excited to see what they do i i've been like speculating uh what i think like some uh gothics prayers might be i was thinking like okay gothics is like kind of a balance and peace he's the god of balance order. so we're gonna get a version of umbra's vow that doesn't reduce stats but makes them all the same normalizes stats oh it my just god. averages all of your enemies stats so if they have crazy defense but not very high offenses you'll be able to hit them and slowly make it so that they average out. See, my thought was one that does the same, but to your own combat stats. So it takes all of your attack bonuses and averages them out, and then your defensive bonuses and averages them out. What if it averages your attack and defense together? (laughs) Oh my god. And it makes them one conglomerate, so all of your bonuses one bonus. That'd be insane. So if you have a shit ton of defense bonus, but not very much offense bonus, well, now you have kind of just in the middle of everything. Now you're just kind of mid. Now you're just mid. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I don't it, think it would be. I don't be think that would be very good. good. No, I don't, I don't think. No, it would, be it would be silly and kind of. Mean, yeah, but it would never be useful. I don't think. I think um, that the one that does that to your enemies could like maybe be useful against like some weird specific niche cases. But if Umber's mm-hmm. vow was in the game, it wouldn't matter anyways because it would just be better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what they end up doing. Um, I'm sure there's like probably a a Discord channel in the official Discord for sending ideas to Jamflex. 
one of the prayers makes it so that while you have it active, it, it drains like as much prayer as preserved, but it makes it so that whenever you make a Guthic's rest, you have a chance of making another one. Wow, that sounds terrible. It'd be so good, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No. Um, I think that um, with something like specifically Umbra's Vow is the only one, and like original, the original idea for Fumus's Vow, mm-hmm. um, the... They need to find these like weird. Minus, what did that one do again? Uh, the original idea for Fumus's vow was that it would take um, the amount of poison severity that you had and convert that mm-hmm. to extra damage and slowly reduce that po- your poison severity as you dealt damage with it, which was an interesting concept that like probably wouldn't get used a lot, but could theoretically have use cases to like chuck it on if it didn't have a mu- much prayer drain and like you could just deal some extra damage. Sure, why not? Literally, the only place I could ever imagine myself using that is uh, Vorkath and... Uh, Vorkath, Ulm. Zora, Chambers, at Ulm, specifically. Um, maybe at Shamans, uh, I guess, I guess could, as well. Yeah, I was going to say you could use it at Shamans, but... Um, shamans would actually be pretty crazy, because they give you a shit ton of poison severity. 20. Yeah. Um, so it'd actually be like pretty good at Shamans, I'd imagine. Uh, yeah, but okay, they ran into it has some use, yeah. The the it, point it was I'm making very buggy though. Yeah, it was very buggy, and you could like poison yourself, and poisoning yourself to get extra DPS became the meta, and they didn't want that. So the point I'm trying to make with this is it was very interesting and had some theoretical use cases and perhaps opened the door to some design to make more bosses that poisoned you in like interesting ways so that you could perhaps use it against them as well. I want them to think about prayers like that for these mm-hmm. that have like weird possible use cases that open or open up design space for them to do interesting things with bosses and interesting things with yourself. Obviously we don't want to be making any new prayers that you're like required to use anywhere, but just things that could possibly give you bonuses in weird ways. The, weird, the interesting and new ways. Weird, interesting prayers though. is like, you're basically limiting yourself to like very niche use case yeah and you run into this is either way too fucking powerful in no places but really powerful in the exact places is or it's just Mm -hmm. basically useless so making something interesting is going to be very difficult i think um and i i hope they can pull it off yeah i it's uh quite the design challenge but uh they they mentioned um wanting to take a for sailing in the sailing part they were talking about uh community designed islands so maybe they they you know run a community uh design contest for prayers who knows yeah i i don't know um the one other thing that i was talking about which is like a a extremely minor concern um Mm -hmm. with this system is i just worry about how exciting of a system this will be on release because it is a system that is supposed to be very modular allowing you to make the choice of which prayer alignment that you want yeah you will have two options yeah that's fair um my hope is that we will uh get more options later which i i think we definitely will like like within this year i hope like you know that would uh, be nice that's pretty optimistic um, but even if we don't like, you know, this is a game that is being continuously developed. I expect eventually there will be new alignments. Um, yeah. so I just like, think that the know, system will be significantly. It might that... not pay off now, but like it's an investment yeah. 
for future content. I think that the system will be significantly more interesting when there are more options to choose from. Yeah. Give us two uh, however, or three years, and there'll be a, a few alignments to pick from at yeah. least. And it's not one of those things where I want there to be like a bazillion of them, because if we get too many options, then it's just going to be too ridiculous of a system. Yeah, I'm, like the original God Alignments post had um, like all of the uh, desert gods and uh, all of the gods from Karamja, and I'm like, that's a lot. Um, let me see if I can... Uh, I'd say my ideal maximum count of God Alignments would be somewhere around eight. Okay, so uh, the original high, one obviously. did not have all those. Let me yeah, see. Had... They were they did like an updated. Yeah, post. they have like eight, nine, including yeah. Zonos, which I think like that's about what I'd expect. Um, because if you start uh, having too many, you're probably gonna have some that are just like completely fucking yeah. worthless. Okay, they did an expanded one, which has a lot more. They had uh, Guthics, Zami, Bandos, Menophyte Alignment, Kremenic Alignment, Zeric Alignment. Is that it? Zeros Alignment, Armadil Alignment, Ceradomin Alignment. Yeah. So it was a lot more alignments. Just named all the ones that are on that original post. Uh, Except for the Kremenic one, I think. Kremenic uh, and uh, Menophyte. Or two more. Whatever. Yeah. The point is that's too many. Yeah, the point is I think like eight is probably like the most that I would expect from this, and that's probably still even like a lot, because like I said, as we said previously, it's hard to come up with interesting ideas that don't become mm -hmm. so niche that they're basically irrelevant. Um, so if you have a a shit ton of these, you're basically guaranteeing that they'd all be so niche that they're irrelevant. Um. However, something like, yeah. you know, a set of prayers that has a greater effect on skilling, there's a lot of space there right now. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that most likely the Zerosian prayers will have nothing to do with skilling. Gothixian yeah, that, has that, a possibility, that's a, maybe. That's a Saren thing, I think, right? Skilling. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my idea. It would probably be somewhere like in the Saren area. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you can put it wherever you want. But basically... There, there's space there for like some skilling prayer type stuff. Um, there's definitely some space, as we've seen with the ruinous powers, to make some weird combat related stuff. Um, you know, I'd love to see the return of bread prayer. That was funny. Yeah, bread prayer was funny. Um, I don't know how useful bread prayer is going to be in main game. Um, but it's funny. Uh, it was very mm -hmm. funny that I actually got use out of it in. Uh, yeah trailblazer league a lot <laughs> i mean i found in the main game i'm almost never eating hard food Yeah, that's that's why i say i don't know how useful it'll be main game however with yeah. the new hunter meats yeah, I, don't, I don't know maybe we'll yeah, with be the using hunter those meats, in the more places go kind of crazy they yeah that, that's a lot of healing Utility. in one inventory slot so yeah being able to use those and then also be able to attack faster after eating them i don't know maybe that'll be good beats me Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and some of them I think restored run energy as well as yeah. I think there's a prayer one and a poison reduction one. I think yeah. those were the Which Either I am, way, they they're cool. I am interested. Um we can kind of talk about sailing here, but I'm gonna be honest, the reveal for sailing in the um the summit was basically, hey, you already know everything we're talking about. 
Yeah, we're, we're getting still working a beta on it. for sailing at some point. They don't want to put any uh they they don't want to put a, a date on anything because they're not sure when it's coming out. They say this sometime this year we'll get a beta. Yeah. They have a little a little roadmap they've set up for it. Uh, mm -hmm. but there are no dates on it. There's just a phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. Yeah. Um, so, well, apparently over the, the course of development, we're going to see um, uh, three uh, open betas. Um, mm -hmm. uh, well, I guess not betas, but three test server times. Uh, yeah. They're just commonly called betas, but I think one of them would technically be like an alpha, but like, whatever. Yeah, they call <laughs> it the uh, navigation alpha. Yeah. So. There's going to be three opportunities for us to test what they have uh, over the period of time that this is developed. Um, mm -hmm. They're going to be having uh, player design island competitions, as Spari said earlier. Um, they're going to be talking about all their, their primary systems and secondary systems, and they're having a skill cape and icon competition, I think, right now. Um, I believe that is currently going on or is going to happen very soon. So, you know, if you... If you can design icons that look like they should be in RuneScape, or you think you have a great idea for what the skill cape should look like, make it. Show it to them. Get it in the game. I believe in you. Um, yeah. But for the most part, everything that they have on the sailing blog, we already, we already know all this shit. But there's just some, some lineup for, for some stuff in the future. I forgot why I transitioned to this. There was something I was going to talk about. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> what was I talking about? Fuck. Shit. Oh, uh, hunter meats. Weird. Oh, yeah. Weird tangent. The hunter meats are filling the place that I thought the um the new fish from sailing were going to give. I thought they were oh, going yeah. to get a new angle. I, I'm sure you remember me talking about this. I thought they were going to get a new angle on food. Uh, in order to add more food items, they needed to make them more interesting. So I had suggested, you know, like adding like run energy effects or prayer effects onto fish. Mm -hmm. Well, we have. I imagine now. some of these might do that as well. Still. So yeah, I I'm very curious to see what the design space for these new types of fish are, because we can't just put more numbers on them. Yeah. Like I imagine we could introduce like a super annoying as fuck to catch fish that heals one more than the current highest fish, which is like anglers at 99 HP, right? They heal yeah. 24? I want to say 24 sounds right. Uh, I mean, maybe we add a food that is anglers, but doesn't uh, overheal. Maybe, uh, yeah. Anglers maybe. heal 22. Uh, I think that's the same as dark crabs, actually. How much is a... Uh, In manta rays. I how much think. is a turtle? I think also 22. I think they're all 22. Dark crabs are 22. Manta ray. Manta rays are 22. And I believe turtles are also 22. 21. Turtles are That's 21. Right. See, turtles are useless. I just yeah. forget that. I mean, maybe we get foods that heal more but don't overheal? Give me a 25. Fuck it. It could, it could be crazy. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Um but yeah, I, I just thought it was interesting that um I thought that that was going to come from sailing and they were like we're adding that, but actually it's in hunter. So 
Um, yeah, a little interesting. I mean, I'm glad Hunter is getting away to uh, provide food. It, yeah. It's always been so weird to me that you can't get food from Hunter, like reasonable food, you know? Because that's largely like, the reason you hunt in real life. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I don't eat fish as my primary uh, source of food. It's, yeah, it's like a negative. meat. So, however, a lot of my primary food is also like vegetables, which okay, is also well, yeah. completely irrelevant in RuneScape for the most part. Like, yeah, yeah, you can get fucking tuna potatoes. Why would you do that though? That takes forever. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you know, maybe maybe we get some design space for for helping uh, farming out guys, farming and cooking. You know, those skills need help. I would say cooking actually does need help. Cooking's boring as shit. Yeah, maybe we get like a cooking mini game that you like make uh vegetable dishes, you know? We need we need um mess hall except it doesn't suck ass. Yeah. We need we need what's the pizzeria game oh. from middle school? Elementary oh, school? Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, add the the club penguin pizza mini Yeah, game. that you know, fuck it, that's what we need. Bro, I'd play the shit out of that in RuneScape. <laughs> Holy. If it made uh, pizzas. While we're at it, <laughs> add the, the ninja card game to the, the games room. Oh, uh, what was it called? It wasn't Ninjago. That's like no, a... That's, that's Lego. Yeah, ninja card game. Uh, Club Penguin. What was this called? Card Jitsu. Yeah, Card Jitsu. But you just, I, uh, just fuck it. Just put it, direct port it into the games room. Oh, hell yeah. While we're at it, I, I don't know if we have Moncala, but that was in Club Penguin too. Throw that in the games room too. Fuck it. Throw the iceberg in too. Let us uh, <laughs> jackhammer it and knock it over. That, that's uh, one of the rewards from uh, the next Cold War quest. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, they should add an emote to Cold War 2 or 3? No, 2, right? Yeah, Cold War Part 2 uh, that just is the Club Penguin dance. <laughs> that would be so good. Holy shit. I think Club Penguin's shut down. So yes, it is. I, and the, it's not like they owned that dance to begin with. It was just like a collection of... Have you seen the, the video that the, yeah, the guy I think used I, to animate Yeah, I think it? I yeah, pinged yeah. you with it. Yeah, I think I had already seen it by that point. But it's uh, a good video. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, the original... Yeah. Uh, artist and animator for the club penguin models describes his experience working uh on that so it's, mm -hmm. it's a cool video he also has a bunch of other videos about like what it was like developing the game over the years so yeah he did like all of the original uh like clothing and and uh made the penguin the way it is well someone else designed the penguin first but he then he like mi mildly altered it and like made it riggable and yeah. animatable yeah it was uh, very cool. It's a neat video. Yeah. But yeah, Club Penguin Dance in old school. That would be really funny. <laughs> it would be so That funny. would be such a good reward from Cold War Part 2. That would be so good. Even if that quest gave me literally nothing else, I would do that it would quest. Be, it would be so worth it, dude. Yeah. Especially, if, I think, adding the, the iceberg as well is, even if it doesn't like have the, the flip over mechanic, even mm -hmm. if it's just, just like have a bunch of penguins, yeah. Like, even if it's just a on it, even if it's just a replica that just looks like it, it would just be a fun Easter egg to just have in yeah. the game. Like a, 
you know, random fairy ring that you can go. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, there's already one with penguins on it. But... Yeah. Just move that fairy ring. Cause there's, I think there's a clue step on that. So like, fuck mm-hmm. it. Just move that somewhere else and just make it the, the club penguin iceberg and just leave the clue step on this new Island instead. Fuck it. Anyways, not? we're not a Club Penguin podcast. We're an old no. school RuneScape podcast. I mean, podcast. we're still talking about old school RuneScape. We're just talking about adding Club Penguin features to <laughs> old school RuneScape. Yeah, Club Penguin is such a big part of my early childhood. It was a good time. I honestly played more Club Penguin as oh, a dude, kid. Oh, dude, they could add a RuneScape. Puffle. <laughs> they shouldn't add a Puffle pet, but like, you know, just how they have like random weird ass NPCs walking around like in Perf Dennis. Mm-hmm. There's like the, the red panda that wasn't a pet for a while. Yeah. Just add a puffle somewhere. Just hidden. God, I would love that. That'd be so In funny. like a witch's hut or something. I yeah. feel like that'd be a witch's familiar. Like an experiment gone wrong. Penguin witch? With Cold. puffle? Anyways. Let's do it. Jagex, get on it. They... Uh, did we want to talk about sailing more? Or we, we no, I, like on. I said, I, I don't think there was really much going on with the sailing thing. Yeah, I'm still excited for the skill, blogs, and yeah. there isn't really much to talk about that we haven't already talked about. They are still making progress. Mm-hmm. I made a funny joke when uh, Husky said that he had implemented the skill loop to be able to train the skill from 1 to 99. I was like, oh, cool. So he added a single activity that rewards 1 XP. Yeah. Because technically, <laughs> if you do that, you can train the skill from 1 to 99. Yeah. Um. They they show like that there's like a trimming your sails so you you know can maintain speed as a way to uh, train the skill, which is like what I imagine like the core training is going to be is doing like you know ship repairs and like maintaining your ship as you go around and do stuff. Um. So, it to the people that are like I don't know how you're gonna train sailing because it's not gonna be just moving around. Yeah, it's not. It's going to be, you know, trimming your sails and uh, fixing your, your deck and doing other ship maintenance things as you Interacting sail. with things at sea. Yeah. Etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we can uh, do the the earlier stuff we were talking about, the, the Wall wow, Gothic, Gothic Sleeps, there is a prerequest that is in RS3. Uh, the Defender of Varrock, which we are getting. Um, it is uh, also a 2008 quest, and they want to add it to old school uh, to be able to do Wild Gothic Sleeps. And this is coming actually pretty soon. Uh, on the uh, roadmap, it is slated for spring of 2024. Yes. So uh, pretty pretty soon. The next, you know, piece of content on the roadmap is this, uh, and I don't really know anything about the quest, but as part of it, there's going to be some armored zombies that will probably be the new best in slot place to kill zombies if you're going for your zombie champion oh, scroll or that, yeah, zombie slayer task. Yep, because they are multi and they're tightly packed, but they have a new reward, the zombie axe, which is the this new thing is highest not strength being melee released. weapon. This thing is not being released in the with the stat block that they have on this fucking You think? Sheet. I do not think that this is coming into the game. I mean, I, it depends on how rare it is. I, I don't think that even matters. <laughs> really? Even if it's super rare, you're fighting an enemy in multi, bro. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, it's not very hard to get. I've it could be like I've Dragon looked... Warhammer rarity. Yeah, but you're not fighting an annoying ass fucking enemy, like unless they change the the armored zombies. Uh, have but... you seen DPS calcs? Is that why you're? No, I have not seen DPS calcs. My the reason okay. I think that this thing is crazy is because the comparable weapon is the Seracnus cudgel, which is four tick. This is a five tick weapon, but this thing just it's gotta outclass it there's no way it doesn't and by yeah, a I long mean, shot it it's does. meant to fill the same niche and it's if the if the fucking armored zombies are anything like they are in rs3 which i imagine they'll probably for the most part be identical mm. they're not that hard to kill no probably not so this is like infinitely easier to get and it just like easily outclasses it, which I think it's fine because I've always thought that the Seracnus cudgel just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Um, the, the boss is too annoying and like not hard, but just like it deals too it much damage to you. Shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah. For a mid level to be reasonably fighting and using their supplies on for an extremely mid upgrade. Mm -hmm. This feels like if they just like fucking. If the cudgel never existed, it would have fit here. So it makes sense that they're making a cudgel-like kind of mid-tier upgrade to be added here. I think, I think their head is in the right place with this. I think 105 slash bonus, 100 crush bonus, and 107 melee strength, granted it is a 5-tick yeah. weapon, is a little much. I think it's more comparable to a leaf-bladed axe, which is... I think directly it's what this is crazier than with. the leaf bladed axe, though. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, and the leaf bladed uh, axe is like one in three thousand. So this will probably be similar, I imagine. Um, yeah, I was thinking however, this is going to be once again one in three thousand, one in five thousand multi. You cannot fight anything uh, that drops the leaf bladed axe in multi. Oh, uh, leaf bladed axe is one in one thousand. One thousand twenty-six. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. And that you need 65 attack and 55 slayer. Uh, they don't mention a slayer requirement on this, which I, I think it's fine. I, I guess. Care. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but this is probably going to need 65 uh, attack because they yeah. say they want it to be between the dragon scimitar of 60 attack and the uh, whip of 70. So this will probably be 65 as well. Yeah. Um, and I imagine it'll be very good because, you know, Leaf Bladed is 92 strength with 72 slash and 72 crush. So, you know, you're adding an extra 30-ish yeah. slash I, and crush. I think that the slash and crush need to be pulled down by, like, 10. Um, and the melee strength maybe by, like, I don't know, upwards of, like, 8. I don't know. I think it's fine if we have, you know, this and then... I don't know. I, I like I said, I haven't seen the DPS calcs, but just yeah. like my my brain looking at the stats just thinks that it's possibly a little bit too powerful considering where you achieve it and when you're supposed to achieve it. I mean, who knows? It could be uh, two handed. Yeah, if it's two handed, that completely changes everything. But I highly doubt it. I feel like yeah. they would have specified that, um, especially since they they reference it uh, in like context of the yeah. dragon scimitar. Yeah, and and the whip, two one-handed yeah. items. Um, so that that's fair. 
And they also, you know, as a battle axe, blah, blah, blah. All the other battle axes in the game are one-handed. So Yeah. The only axe that I can think of is the Soul Reaper axe and the... Uh... The Epic Forestry axes, guys. Uh, no, axe. not those ones. Derox, yeah. Derox, great axe. Yeah. But the the stat screen never having how many handed or how many hands. It is a little frustrating. For... Yeah. Um, but also, someone pointed out it says it needs a fifty. Yeah, it has, spec it has the 50, something. I, I think that's just you know they just fucked yeah they up. just yeah <laughs> it is funny. I did notice that immediately. That was, I think that was actually the first thing I noticed when I was looking at this. Yeah, because I, I usually right I'm used I'm used to looking at the special attack of the things that they add because that's kind of like been a lot of the things that they've added recently with like mm -hmm. the glaive of Ralos and all the um uh, yeah or the, the special effect yeah the perilous moons armor uh, items I was looking at all like the special things that they did I was like oh that's cool mm -hmm. so it was like my eyes naturally gravitated to that section I was like oh there's nothing but it still has fifty percent spec usage weird yeah so. It's just an oversight, but yeah, I think this thing is possibly a little too powerful. But like I said, having them the DPL scalks don't actually know. But um, yeah, if you have the, them the, the headspace DPL is the headspace is correct. I leave think a comment. Um, I think that oh, it's six. Unless this is also fucked up, I just noticed it's right in front of us, top left of the fucking stat block, sixty attack. Oh yeah, wait, what? I think that's fucked though. There's no way that yeah, that's there's 60. no way. Yeah, I refuse to believe that's 60 attack. I think they just, like, copied this from something that they had sitting around that was 60 attack, 50%. No, because the Dragon Sim is 60% spec. Never mind. They didn't literally yeah, just know. copy the D-Sim. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I've said this a billion times. I, I keep saying it because I keep trying to wrap up this topic, but then we keep what? noticing something. When they pull this, I'm sure they'll have a improved graphic and more details. Yeah. Like I said, headspace, I think is correct. It's a it's a good upgrade for like this this level of where, like where your account would be when you theoretically would be doing this quest mm -hmm. and able to kill these zombies. Yeah, it'll it's be good. a good item. I don't think it'll be that insane. Yeah, especially if it is a super rare drop. Like no, and I, um, even in this state, I don't think it would be like insane. Just in yeah. terms of like the power level of similar items, it seems a little strong, but like not yeah. crazy. If this was well, added, it, it wouldn't like break the game. Like it it's also five tick. You got to remember that. Yeah, but like the leaf bladed battle axe already exists. That's my point of reference. So yeah, and I the mean fact, the fact the simple fact that it niche. is the simple fact that it is the highest strength bonus one handed item is mm. just still insane. I mean, wasn't that held by the leaf bladed battle axe? I don't think so. It has 92. What's uh the rapier? No, Fang, I think, has higher. Uh, Fang. Can't Google. It uh, is crazy. Oh, that Fang's, the... Fang's 103. Yeah. So. It is It, it is crazy that the Chaotics are lower than the, belief, the Leaf Plated Battle Axe. Yeah. But Fang Fang is cheating because Fang Fang uh, doesn't actually hit its... that high, yeah. Yeah, Fang uh uh has a lowered max hit, so you yeah. gotta kind of bump up its strength in order to compensate for that fact. But yeah, what's the chaotic max hit or uh, strength bonus? Uh, what's a rapier? Yeah, so it's not which that... just seems sad. 
now that I'm saying it out loud, honestly. Hey, Wiki, when I search rapier, I don't want the regular rapier. I want the Garazi rapier. Yeah. If you, look up, if you look up rapier, someone has made it so there's a search result called rapier Garazi. Mm. So that if you type in rapier, you can click on the Garazi. I, I just went to the redirect at the top of the page. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. I think this is a. It's a little weird that's a 65 attack because then it is directly competing with the leaf bladed in terms of um being a uh five tick axe that does slash and crush and I think the you know, leaf bladed has but only, it'll still be good at crass. Yeah, I, I think the leaf bladed battle axe has only kind of held that spot co uh coincidentally as it was mm -hmm. mostly intended for you know fighting enemies that require leaf bladed weaponry. Yeah. So, and the reason its strength bonus couldn't like be higher is because it has a crazy percent increase against those enemies. It yeah, fucking you... smacks the shit out of them, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, it's seventeen point five percent increase. Like you hit some, and you're huge like numbers. always on task while you're fighting those things. So you just fucking beat the shit out of them, bro. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's not like the fucking leaf bladed battle axe is losing its job its job mm -hmm. has always from the point of inception it was always meant to specifically kill karasks and turoths um and just happened to be good outside of that so yeah this will be uh an interesting item i think for for sure yeah. uh what, what is the elder mall's crush bonus 135 uh to be fair that is a uh six stick weapon yeah uh, with 147 strength bonus, but yeah, we'll uh, see. Um, like I said, I think it's a little powerful, but I don't think it would mm -hmm. be particularly game breaking if it was added to the game in this state. What is a comparable weapon to this? There, like, there just kind of isn't one, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. Like uh, the the most comparable is the um, leaf bladed battle axe or the cudgel. So, yeah. yeah. Dragon mace. <laughs> uh, it's poor tick. Yeah. Demon's poor tick. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Where's my yeah. dragon rat mace? <sighs> that has a spec. Uh, that'd be sick. <laughs> I mean, it'd be even better uh, XP an hour, though, which I don't think they want to do. <laughs> Cow. They probably made it the stats it is for a very specific reason. Um. Any any final closing thoughts? Any any ears? Um. No, I think we've uh, probably covered all of it. We've gotten through Scurious. Now we've gone through Defender Barok. We got through our Undead Pirates Wilderness update that also includes more things beyond just Undead Pirates. Uh, mm -hmm. we got through Varlamore Part One. We got through. We didn't really get through Dead Man because neither of us give a shit. Um, yeah, we've now. They're just making about... the same Dead Man as last time, but a bit better. Yeah, which it was weird in the the summit itself. They like they talked about it. They like gave a retrospective of the most recent one, and like vaguely talked about how they'd like improve it in the next one, but never like directly said, "Yeah, we're doing it again, but we're changing it." They just kind of like vaguely alluded to the fact that they would do that, which I found very That's odd. That's funny. Yeah. Um, 
covered Barlamore part two. Yeah, okay, so Varlamore part two is only in the, the overview. Um, Weird. Yeah, very odd. Um, yeah, and they include the video for Varlamore part two by General Tractor, which says nothing about what they actually talked about in the uh, the the actual summit. So good job on that one, yeah. guys. Um. Trying to think if there's anything else like funny in the summit that happened. Um, oh, dude, the fucking the dragon plushies, that Vorkath one, I really oh, like. Oh yeah, that they one. look sick. I don't. Uh, the Elvarg one's kind of funny, and the KBD one is. It's kind of cool that the KBD one has a little uh, anti-fire potion that comes with it. That's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. But the Vorkath one, they went with the flat design, and I love it. He's, yeah, he's he's so chilling. It's it's so good. I, my brother ended up buying it, so I'm not gonna buy it. But if if he hadn't have bought it, I was gonna buy my own. Yeah, I, I definitely I, want one. I, I it's it's good. I am hoping. Yeah, when does the sale end? I don't know. Mm. I am hoping that the next series that they do is God Wars. Seventeen Dungeon. days from now. Okay. I want them to do God Wars Dungeon next because I want to buy a plushy Criara. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I'd buy a Bandos. I think that looks sick. Uh, plushy Zilly would be weird, and I judge everyone that buys one, but uh, I understand. Zilly's already weird. Yeah. Anybody that likes Zilly Pet is weird. I find you I strange. I understand, though, guys. I understand. Zami would probably look cool as well. Yeah, Zami would. I, I just want Bandos. I think Bandos would look really cute as a plushie. I just um, want Kriara because bird. I can finally have a bird plushie that is RuneScape related. Oh, dude, Quetzal plushie. I want yo. an old school Quetzal plushie. Yeah, that looks sick. Does um, does, uh, Witchycraft? You know Witchycraft, yeah. right? You've seen her. I have seen Witchycraft's creations. Yeah. Uh there are they don't have a, a Criara plush. Sad. They do have a custom plush though that you can do. Criara is a very strange creation. <laughs> yeah. It would be sixty Euros probably is what they're British. Yeah, British. Um but I mean I think it'd be worth it. Yeah, be pretty neat. Anyways, uh, thank you all for listening to this uh, podcast. Uh, reminder, if you are listening to this, uh, the 30th, I will be uh, maxing 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Chambers Mass. Uh, join the Discord so you can join in on it, but we'll be doing it on World 340. If you're listening to uh, this the day it releases, that's like tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be like tomorrow. So, <laughs> uh. Or maybe sooner. I don't know when I'll get the editing done. Hopefully not later, because then it's too late. But, uh, yeah. Uh, also, next week, we will have uh, a guest joining us. We'll have Cook New Fox from the uh, Wiki team. So look forward to that. I think that'll be a really cool episode. Uh, and then we have another guest lined up for Valentine's Day, which we'll uh, leave a secret. But it is a uh, 
a highly anticipated guest. So you know, get ready for that. It's me. Bird will be there. I I yeah. can't lie. I'm pretty that. popular. But uh, thank you all for joining us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>